Podcast, me, Adam Hunter. We have a great show today. We have one of the best fighters ever, Eve Edwards, in the house, uh, who's also now a great broadcaster, PFL. We both work for the PFL now. Yes, we do. My colleague. I'm so happy to finally say that he's my colleague, uh, as well as Ponzanibio is going to be calling in. Uh, the bad, you know who Ponzanibio is? Yeah, of course. Yes, uh, yes. We got Ponzanibio calling in, uh, as well as Juan Archuleta, who is 20 and 1. Killing it, Bellator. That dude is is, is killing yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, yeah, we got we got a great great show. And not only that, but we also have Nate Landwer, who's eleven and two, uh, M one uh, beast of a guy from Tennessee. And uh, we got you, the Ween Dog. Ween Dog is in the house. Greg dude. Wilson's coming in. Greg Wilson. He didn't know we had a show today. Uh, it's a stacked card for the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's a stacked card. I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, people, if you live in California, marijuana is legal. It's legal. Uh, also, my baby violence here as well. Uh, uh, she's uh, first and foremost. So, uh, but marijuana, that's a great segue to my baby. <laughs> anyway, marijuana is legal in California, and you can have it delivered to you uh, on speedweed.com. Listen, don't go out. Don't, don't drink and drive. Don't smoke pot and drive. Don't do all that, okay? Have them come. Have a great evening. Order vapes. Order... Uh, Anything. Oh, you can order flour, order CBD uh, lotion, order THC sex lube, order marijuana, uh, order edibles. They will give it to you. Mention roasted, you get $10 off, $100 or more. Um, And uh, yeah, so that's really good stuff. Uh, And also, Santa Cruz Medicinals, people. Potent CBD infused coconut oil, olive oil. MCT oil, vape pens, and more. It's gluten-free, it's uh, vegan, paleo, and sugar-free. It's lab-tested, and they got the best stuff. They have amazing vape pens. I, uh, my wife, we, we cook with the vegetable oil, mm-hmm. and uh, she cooks, not we. She cooks, and I eat. Um, and uh, you, could, you could put the, uh, the, uh, all the oil on your body after workouts. Put it, you put it in your coffee, right? Yeah. The Can you CBD. put it on your body after you cook with it? Yes. Yes. Well, what's good about the CBD coconut oil, it's good as like an oil to rub on your skin or just put it in your coffee. It's no big deal. Yeah. I'm telling you, they have all kinds of stuff and their vape pens are the best. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have a strawberry lemonade vape pen, perfect on the go tool for discreet and fast acting CBD. You can follow them at scmedicinals.com, scmedicinals.com. Mention MMA Roasted. You get $10 off your orders. When you uh, said discreet, I was like, I thought you said discreet, like, you know, when you were running down the street. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You could, right. You could streak. You could all kinds of skeet, anything, whatever you need. Yeah. Uh, listen, people, uh, what's going on? So I've had a crazy, crazy last week. So I did a show on Friday. Um, uh, I did two shows on Friday in Vegas. I love Vegas. My favorite place to perform. Because I think it's because uh, I'm kind of a throwback comic where I do set-up punches, and that's kind of like old-school Vegas style, as yeah. well as uh, attention deficit disorder is, is huge in Vegas. You know, and people just they, they want to get to the point. Yeah. And uh, so I'm in Vegas. First show went great. It was at the, uh, the Mandalay Bay. Like upstairs, um, in the, well, I forgot the, the room of it. The, the guy who did all the, the mass shooting. 
Yeah, I wasn't in that room where oh. the guy did the mass shooting. But thanks for derailing my fucking story. Oh, sorry. The mass shooting. That's where I, I was doing comedy. <laughs> I was doing comedy there. Right where they had right, right there. <laughs> You're so dumb. Uh, uh, but anyway, the foundation room is what I was going for, not oh, the okay. mass shooting room. Okay. Anyway, so so I did the first show. It went great. It was a lot of fun. Um, actually. Uh, there was like a whole table full of like uh, Filipinos and they were laughing their asses off and, and it was just fun. Next show, right? Dirty at 1230 at the... Um, South Point. South Point. Yeah. So I'm on stage and it, it's going well. But all of a sudden I look in the crowd and I see somebody like passed out in the crowd. And then it was, I knew it was serious because then like 15 medics walk in and like... And I'm on stage. I'm like 10 minutes into my set. I'm like, oh, well, I've always wanted to kill, but not like this, right? Yeah. And then I'm, now I'm kind of worried that this guy's not going to get up. And, and then, of course, so now I'm trying to make, but I could tell that he was okay, but I was making fun of, I was making fun of the whole, all the people walking in, yep. like, like the EMTs and the, and the, the security guards, because they were wearing like what it looked like to be like, like vests for like a uh, swimming vest kind of thing, okay. you know? Uh, and I'm like, great, in case we drown, you guys are here. And then I just started like just, throwing it at him and everyone was dying laughing but I'm like there were old people laughing I'm like you're just happy that's not you I was hoping he just drank too much and couldn't get up which is what happened because 20 minutes in he gets up actually he was in a stretcher and and he looks up and he goes uh, he goes you're really funny man great show and I was like Wow. But I, like it was nerve wracking then what's going through my head is like what if this guy did die well if he did die I'm sure he'd want the last Moment of him to be a funny show, fun, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, is Eve on the uh, the video? Uh, Check. Oh, so I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm hoping. But you know, I mean, if like if I'm going down, I, I want to go down laughing, right? Yep. But uh, it, what was he on the video? All right, great. But yeah, but it was, it was nerve-wracking. It was really nerve-wracking. And afterwards, everyone's like, oh, great show, great save. All the comics were like... Because it was... It could have went... They almost wanted to end the show at that point, just get the guy out. But I'm... Um, I, I don't know. I was hoping he was okay, um, and and he he was. I'm like there was like some black people, and I'm like, oh, I don't know why you guys are laughing. The cops are gonna arrest you. <laughs> so, so, so that was good. I mean, it was fun. And then there was someone else sleeping. I'm like, what is this for is nothing? It, Wait, we got to go back and say for nothing. For You're nothing. Not even for, of course, for nothing. I'm like, is there a roofie convention here? Like, is this Bill Cosby's victims? Like, I was trying to make the best of a bad situation, which I did. Mm-hmm. So that was that was Friday. Then Saturday, I drove back into two shows. Saturday night, I did the, the Laugh Factory, to which I, I'm on stage, and there was a, um, a black woman in the crowd, and I said something like, oh, she was beautiful. I'm like, oh, I, would, I had sex with a black woman one time, and she got upset because I said I was trying too hard because during sex, I was like, your life matters, right? Which, which I thought was kind of a funny, it's funnier if you laugh. Okay, so then it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's sadly funny. It's sadly funny, right? So then she's like, she got mad. So will you repeat that? What did you say? And I was like, oh, no, this could go bad. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I moved on. I went back to her. I'm like, we're cool, right? She's like, I love you. Uh, so I was like, oh. But I think that's the last time I'm saying that joke. Because you have to, like, weigh jokes. Is it funny enough to deal with somebody getting pissed off? And, and that joke isn't that funny where it's going to make my whole, you know? I get you. My, my, thing, my whole thing about comedy is, like, comedy is... is no holes barred of communication, right? Right. Like, there should be... If you go, step into a comedy... A comedy room, um, nothing should be off limits. That's how I am. You know? That's how I am. But at the same time, you can't. If people get offended, they get offended. And if everyone gets offended, that's bad for business. Like if everybody leaves and walks out on you, you could say, well, you guys all shouldn't have came in. You know, at the same time, she was just drunk and she was having a good time. 
But I'm like, ah, that said, but that show could, uh, it could, 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 could go wrong, and it's sometimes not worth it. So anyway, so that was uh, that was Friday, and then um, that was Saturday, and then Sunday was good. I had a, I, it's been a good day, and then Sunday, what else did I do? That was funny. I did the, the oh, I had an audition, right? Yeah. So, so I had this for a TV show or movie. TV show, show okay. Show. And I'm like, it's for karaoke host. I'm like, okay, this. My line was, okay, who's next? That was the whole line, right? How'd wow. you do? I'm like, I got this one. Pressure's right? on, I got dude. this one. I didn't have to work on it that much, but I got this one, right? Did you forget your line? <laughs> All right. So I get, I get there, and I notice while I'm sitting there, other people, and people are auditioning for other TV kind of TV shows. So I, I get there, and the guy's wearing a, a New York Mets hat, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you're from New York. I'm, from, I'm a Mets fan. And oh, sorry. We, you know, we, we in the cast, we have a really good rapport. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know... Uh, uh, I used to work in Brooklyn at Brooklyn Poly Prep. I was a wrestling coach. We had a good thing going, right? Yeah. Then he goes, okay, you know what? Before you do the line, I want you to sing. I'm like, come on, man. He goes, yeah, you know, sing. Get everyone into it. I'm not, I'm not a fucking... Like, so th- this audition went from like really good to me scaring this person. Wow. Because then I just picked like Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. Because those are the... I, I don't know. I yeah, you don't know too much. He didn't look too happy. Wow. Uh, yeah. So there. Did you like, know that that was going to be? Part, no, like, it didn't just... say you have to sing. It wasn't on the breakdown. It wasn't a, why karaoke people don't sing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's see, right, let's see if this guy can think on his feet because we don't have a writing staff and we yeah, can't. Well, write I think uh, I, I think he thought on his feet because they were running out of the fucking room like <laughs> angry. So then that was that. Uh, and then um, and then this is so today's my second day on uh, my wife maternity leave is over. Yeah. Wait, 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 it's your second day on your wife. Uh, uh, I'm uh, holding your baby. Okay, uh, second day. I, thanks, Eve. I appreciate that. So my <laughs> wife went back to work Monday. Which means are you black? Which means I'm on I'm on baby duty, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I give women a lot of credit uh, because I thought it was gonna be look. Just it was just it's been like she just it's hard it's hard because like this is like her fifth different outfit that she's wore. I'm on my wife went back to work, so oh, really? yeah, I'm on uh, daddy daycare right now. Oh shit! So I had to take her to wrestling practice, and I got a I got a babysitter this time. To meet me okay. at the wrestling practice, so now I'm losing money on wrestling practice this coaching. Is not good. It's <laughs> uh, tough. Yeah, I mean, I don't do it for the money anyway. But uh, <laughs> the coaching or the being a dad part. Coaching, but now <laughs> now I'm really not doing it for the money. Uh, so yeah, I, I give moms a lot of credit because uh, it's it's hard. It's really hard. But but I do love it. I mean, I, I love it. It's just like, you know, my it's just I'm. You know, she poops, and I, I, I like change her diaper, obviously. But then, no, oh, now there's poop on her clothes as well. So yeah, yeah. It shoots up their back, dude. Yeah, it goes way up their back. Yep. And then yeah. yesterday she peed uh, everywhere, and then I like. Yeah, most parents have been peed and pooped on. By no, the I don't pee all the time, but then she peed while I was changing her. Yeah. So now oh, the yeah. whole changing pad is full of urine. So, uh, so now she has a fucking water bed. So now I gotta, <laughs> now I gotta, now I gotta put towels up there, and then, and then I also messed up by like. I accidentally put her um, her onesie like over her pants, so it's like 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 a superhero kind of thing. So my wife's like, "Why are you doing that?" It's just it's a lot of and, she, and then I take her to wrestling practice on the way home. She's crying the entire time, so I'm playing Baby Shark the whole time. Have you heard of Baby? Shark? Oh yeah, Baby Shark, do 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 do. Yeah, it's got 1.9 billion hits. Yeah. Baby Shark. Yeah. So I'm playing that on loop. Uh, does it somehow work on the kids? Is it like hypnotic in some way? Kind of, it's yeah. super catchy. It's like a crappy kid song, but it's super catchy. Listen, dude. all of them, yeah, they seem moronic, but it's their simplicity that works. Yeah, and yeah. now she, and then she's teething now. 
So, oh, so she's gonna be crying all the time. She's trying to put everything in her mouth, and then her mom stopped. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so but it, I I do love it though. I I love being a dad. It's just it's just hard, you know, because I'm leaving tomorrow for a cruise ship, and then my Oof. wife's like, "Oh, so you're doing a dad for on daddy leave for two days, and you're leaving?" I'm like, "Yeah, but somebody has to." You're like, yeah, but I had it booked like six months ago. Yeah, and I'll yeah, right, and I was well. She's like, "Well, I had my baby booked beforehand, which is true, but uh, I don't know. It's just a, it's a hard it's a hard hard thing, but it's not supposed to be easy. But I love it. I mean, there's nothing better than waking up to her smiling face. It's sure, a, nothing it better. It was easy. Everybody was doing. Eve is now a grandpa. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. How's that? It's kind of awesome because yeah. I get to do all of this and then just and then they leave back. exactly. Wait, That's wait it. a minute. You mean grandpa is in? You have a kid who had a kid. Yes. That's usually what. what? Yeah. You have a kid who's like my age. Like, How old are you? Twenty-two. She's older than you. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. But you look twenty-two yourself. Yeah. I know. But it's crazy, dude. It works, I never it works when I go out. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. Are you single again? Are you seeing someone? Or? I'm single. I've been single. No. I've been single since I got divorced. No, that's not true. I was dating someone. Yes. You know? Yes. But, um, you know, that's But then there was right. someone else right after her. You're like, oh, this is the one. No. And, and then there was somebody else who showed me a <laughs> He's picture. Like, after, no. after I was dating. After, uh, from Australia? After that one? Nah. There wasn't one? No. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right, so you're single. Now, you on any dating apps of Tinder or Bumble or SoulSwipe or nothing, right? They come to you. I just meet people when I meet them. Oh, good. I like yeah. that. See, that's the patience of adulthood right there. <laughs> Being a grandfather. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like, I meet them when I meet them. You know, I leave the house. I get a coffee. Oh, there's a she doesn't like she Greg. She was totally I'm fine sorry, before I you came in here. I got too okay, loud. It's okay. It's okay. I got too loud. It's okay. It's Are you going to be okay, boys? It's okay. It's like the bulls, you know? Baby shark. Two bulls do, at the do, top do, 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 do. Oh, crap. I'm making so, it worse. You, <laughs> all right. <laughs> let, me, let me do some granddad right, magic. Watch. There's actually a video called Get Your Baby to Stop Crying in 10 Minutes. Let's see 10 it, minutes? No, 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 no. It's a 10 minute video. Let's see if this works. Watch. Hey, hey, hey. Be nice. So, uh, so Greg, how was, it, how, was it, how was your week? Uh, it was a good week. <laughs> yeah, what'd you do? It was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, uh, what did I do? Oh, I did a one of these backyard weed shows. Oh, yeah, oh, Robert's? The yeah. Pilot. How Have was you done it? that? It was no. a blast. It was a really, you had a great crowd, and uh, he has a huge little plot of land, and so there was plenty of room to... Um, for everyone to sit out, he had a really nice setup with all these tables, and he had space heaters because it got a little cool at night, and he had good lighting, good sound, the whole thing worked, and I had a monstrous set, but it was one of those things where, <laughs> this happens all the time, when I start getting messages like, hey man, are you close? Hey man, where are you? And I'm like, oh, I was going to leave in like 20 minutes. They're like, the show started a half hour ago. I'm oh, like, oh, nah. fuck. I thought it was at eight. They're like, no, it started at seven. So now, like, all my plans are blown up. And so I had to drive. I wasn't going to drive. Then I had to drive. So I, and I'm hauling ass. I'm like, this isn't worth getting a ticket or an accident over. So I, you know, I had to remind myself to constantly. And then I get there and they're like, oh, yeah, you're fine. I'm like, ah, oh, you ass. By the way, Eve is helping with my baby a lot right oh, now. Right. Eve is doing now, great. Now, Eve, all the dad skills Eve, would, you, right would you have another kid? Were you thinking about it? Uh, was I thinking about it? Or would you have another kid? Would I? I am. Um... Because then, you, then you'd be a grandpa and a dad. Like you're, yes. like how would that work? Like your uncle would be your. Next I have an aunt that's two years younger than me. Oh, really? I, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm the same way. I have two aunts are about my one aunt is my age, and then another one that was like two years older than me. And we grew up like they were cousins more than aunts. Oh, that's awesome. There we go. So Eve, what's new in the life of Eve Edwards? Um, not too much, man. Just. 
getting ready for the PFL finals. Yes. That's going right. to be fun. I've been spending a lot more time with like family, so I'm going back home to the Bahamas for Christmas. Yeah. I went home for the month of most well, a part of September. I got my black belt, my oh, granddaughter, yeah. and I went home in September. You got so, your black belt yeah. under who? Travis Took. Out okay. of Houston, Texas. He got his black belt through Gracie Baja, but Travis is one of those high, high level black Because well, you're black, is it just called a belt? Or <laughs> <no>? <laughs> <laughs> That's why Mexicans, they Mexicans go from purple to black. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, 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 they skip over <laughs> the black. And, and that's why I stay at like white the entire time. It's just a belt. <laughs> so, okay, so you got your black belt. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So when you get a black belt in jiu-jitsu, I should know this, but does that give you the ability to give like lower belts like ranks yeah. to rank them up? You can? Yeah, yeah you can. Um, I don't give anybody belts, though. Yeah. Um, just because. Uh, it's all about the skill set. Right. Like, I've been a black belt for, technique-wise, for a long time. Right. But um, now it's official. It's one of those things. It's like, I'm a world champion. But I still don't have the belt. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. What's uh, what? What was your base? What was your foundation uh, discipline? Like, what was the first thing you started in? Like boxing? Or I started traditional martial arts, then I moved into the mixed martial arts world, and I started with um, Muay Thai, Jeet Kune Do, and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Oh, okay. So, like, the Jeet Kune Do is not really a thing, but it does. It did actually help. There's some some little things, some of the technique and some of the drills that you do there kind of help with some sensitivity and stuff. But um, primarily Muay Thai. Yeah. And jiu-jitsu. No, I heard Those were real- your first ones? Those were what you started with? Or those were your first MMA ones? First MMA. What was style. your first one? Karate. Karate. Yeah. Okay. As a kid in the That's Bahamas. That's cool. Hey, yeah. yeah, you started with something. Yeah. I always wonder, you know, because it tends to be like karate. It tends to be uh, wrestling or boxing, you know? Yeah, nowadays it's wrestling, and wrestling is like the best foundation. That's it the seems glue, like man. it for sure. What? That's the glue to hold everything together. Wrestling seems to be the great neutralizer. But now, is it hard for you to get good at wrestling? No, um, initially a little bit, you know, just, just, just to, when you go to the gym and you're learning jujitsu, you don't know what you're doing for a long time. And then one day it clicks three, yeah, yeah. four five, six months in it clicks and you start to understand what's going on. You hit your first submission or whatever. Same thing with wrestling. When I first started doing it, I knew what a sprawl was and, um, I knew how to shoot a double leg kind of half-assed yeah, yeah you know but as you learn the technique you learn, and then you start learning the transitions and and when you start scoring on on division one wrestlers then it's like oh shit i can do this right, right, right. and then you get more excited about it and you just kind of immerse yourself into it and um and then just you just kind of skyrocket for a while now i heard a rumor that poirier was training for mcgregor do you, have you heard that? I have not heard that as a fact or a rumor. I have not spoken to Dustin in a couple of days, yeah. but um, I saw that. I saw that they were talking about Dustin versus Connor, Khabib versus Tony, yeah. and the winners fight each other. Um, so that those are fights that I'm interested in, and I want to confirm that with Dustin before I say anything like, "Yeah, yeah, that's happening." But I mean, he's always training, he's always getting ready, and I would love to see him get that Connor fight back because the fight was exciting, it was entertaining. The, the shot to the back of the head that 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 really damaged him. But um, again, that's just a part of the game. Was, I'm not saying Connor did anything wrong or whatever. Right. Connor threw I, a punch and it just happened. When I yeah. saw that rumor on Twitter, I got excited because I thought that was a great idea. That's a great tournament. Yeah, yeah. I still think they should make the 165 division. But then again, it is going to be a big clusterfuck with all the other divisions. But I I, I feel say, differently about that. I would love to that. see Ferguson versus Khabib. That would be yeah. talk about two guys who are just tough as nails. Yeah, and love to, and that's what I think you saw some of this last weekend in all these fights. I forgot which one it was, 
What are the main headlining fights? They were oh the Rickles fight. Rickles. Oh, you're talking about um, Bellator. Yeah, the Bellator. Yeah, when, yeah I was the cornering. Rickles fight. Uh, you could see these weren't just two guys who liked to hit. These were two guys who liked to get hit. I was a little disappointed. I was I was in Bomba's corner for that, and um, like that was a really good fight. But like, and uh, the only reason I say I was disappointed was in in the result. You know, he yeah. he has the skill set to beat that guy. He had he was not too confident in his wrestling. Um, and when he was on top, you saw the damage that he could do. You know, you saw yeah. him in control. So, but ultimately, I feel like he looked like he took more damage. Yeah, he did. And that's ultimately, I think, because they were just—I mean, back and forth. But it, it, it really—I say I thought Rickles. Rickles won. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. Rickles did win that fight. Um, it's just you—you you know, it's—it's it's weird being in the corner because it was an entertaining fight. I went back and watched it after the fact, but during the fight. I'm like, I'm not enjoying it as much because I'm trying to encourage the guy that I'm cornering to, to do different things, to, to be first, you know? And um, he was just, he was first at times, and when he was, he was successful, but he just wasn't consistent with it, and that, that just kind of hurt his cause. To be honest, I thought Bombo won that fight. Yeah? Uh, he, he got the two takedowns at the end. He got the two takedowns. And the second round, I mean, if he, I, I thought just as a matter of rounds. It could have been, been either way. That it, fight... That fight could have been either way. It could have gone either way. I, I completely understand why I went to Rickles. Um, I scored for Rickles when I when I look at the, with the at the criteria and everything like that. Um, Bomba did get the takedowns, um, and that's a fight that he can win. I think yeah. that fight happens again. He wins that you know nine out of ten times, at least seven out of ten. Yeah, but, um, I, I listen. I thought Rickles looked the best he'd looked since the beginning. Yeah, he, he's he looked good like, in that physically, fight. Physically, he looked the best he'd looked in a long time, and just like. In terms of his his stamina and everything else, I thought that was definitely the best he'd looked in, in a in, since the beginning when he first came out. It was hot. Yeah, you know that that's how I thought. And I was like, wow! I, look, Rickles fucking did it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of good Bellator fights. Um, the, I was kind of annoyed about Anthony and Jekawani. I know, no, Chitty. no, Chitty. Yeah, yeah, Chitty. Cause, but I wanted him to. I like him. I, I wanted like him to Chitty, win, yeah. but. Uh, Man, I, you know what? Also, I told my wife, I said, we should get a, a, a babysitter during the podcast. She's like, no, you don't need to get a babysitter. And now I'm like, why the fuck did I not listen to my, 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 my own instinct? <laughs> well, because you was, were hoping to go be like, okay, you're right. Let's try it. I, no, but I, I said two hours. I'll get a fuck because they have like an Uber for babysitters. Is that right? They yeah, yeah. over two yeah, hours yeah, to help out for Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I would, and this would have been fine. And this would have happened. But instead, I, I listened to my wife. And, and then that really bothers me. But I'm, it's, it's okay. It's all right, right? It's all right. Now she's calming down. You need to put your foot down, Adam. I, I know. I'm such an idiot. Because I, I'm yeah, like, no way. You, you did like, the right yeah, thing. You compromised with your wife. going to be like, you don't have your baby crying the whole time. I, I could just see the fucking comments that these people are going to give me. She's a little yeah. bubba. Yeah, yeah, but it, it happens. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Um, so, yeah, the Bellator fights were good. We, we, we had a one arch. Joe Schilling's on. fight was good. Yes. Joe Schilling. But... Yes, that was. But I don't know the, how how good the, how good that other guy was though. The other guy, I mean, it was definitely a, a guy brought in to test Joe, right? Um, Joe and he took that fight on on what a week or two weeks notice. You know, no, the other guy. Joe had a different opponent, but um, that I forget his name right now. But he was undefeated. You know, he, his last fight he made fifty five. He's a big guy. He's, he's a hundred seventy pounder. He's a truly a hundred seventy pounder. He's little. I mean, he's smaller than Joe. But it was a really it was a really good fight for Joe in that it showed an evolution in his MMA game. You know, yeah. Joe has been lost when he hits the ground. Like he didn't know what to do in the wrestling department. But 
in that fight, he showed good hips. He did he did a lot of good things, and then his ground and pound was vicious, man. Now, I'm talking about some of the UFC fights that went on over the weekend. Uh, I'm telling you, Junior Dos Santos, I was so impressed with that guy. Yeah. That other yeah. guy looked like a fucking an animal in all the other fights. And I was like, okay, Dos Santos is old. It was great for the old. It was like Cocoon like this weekend. The old guys came back. Shogun yeah. and, uh, that other, and Dos Santos. And Cocoon. Really, <laughs> they did great. I didn't see that happening. Did you? Yeah, well, I went to say again, another guy that came out physically looking to me better than he'd looked in a while. Those sandals looked really trim. He looked kind of cut. I was like, oh, shit, he yeah. looks pretty young for yeah. a guy on his way out. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'm not on my way out. I'm here. I, I was impressed. I was surprised. I saw the finish. I didn't see the fights. I was watching the boxing match. But yes. I, um, I saw the finish. And Tai Tuivasa, I picked... Tuivasa to win that fight. Me too. And Glover, I mean, sorry, Glover. Um, Dos Santos is one of my boys. He's he's a teammate. He's at ATT. But I mean, Tuivasa, he's he's one of those trucks. He hits like a truck, and he's aggressive. And I like his. I mean, he's he's like a better version of Mark Hunt. You know, for MMA. Right, right, right. You know? right. Um, and for for Dos Santos to do what he did, he he rocked him. And then as he was backing up, you know, he just he just. Landed big shots. You so know. People said that fight was stopped early because Ty was like still throwing bombs from his back, and then they stopped it when he was not bombs, but he yeah, was, I was gonna say you throw bombs. bombs from he was back. throwing. People are saying that that's not an intelligent way to defend yourself, throwing punches from the from the bottom. Yeah, what you're you not defending yourself. I mean, um, if he's taking a bunch of shots while he's throwing up shots, it's that's just his mentality. That's not he's not trying right, to protect right. himself and get back up. But I. He's still in the fight, so I understand right. that. Yeah. But it's not an intelligent defense. That's one of those situations that it is situational in that the referee's discretion because he's taking big shots at the same time. So are you going to let a guy sit on his back throwing up things that are, that are prayers and taking big shots to the head, or are you going to step in and stop it? I mean, he was taking big shots, so I understand the stoppage, but I also understand people saying that was not necessarily a good stoppage. I, would, I, I agree with the stoppage, but I can see, see the other side of that. Yeah, I, there was a couple of good fights. I, you know who uh, I was most impressed with was Tony Martin beating, cause beating my boy, Jake. I like Tony Martin a lot. I like Tony And I like man. his girlfriend, Kayla Harrison. Yeah. Um, but She's going to get him pregnant. <laughs> but he beat Jake Matthews, who's a tough kid. It seems like Jake just had like a momentary lapse. Tony came back. And, and one, how good you train with Tony Martin? I moved around with him. I haven't really trained with him. I moved around him a couple, couple. Of, he comes to the PFL sometimes with, with Kayla, and um, I moved around with him a couple of times. And um, Tony's good, man. Like he's really good. He's really improved too. He's he's going to be in the top ten at the end of 2019 for sure. Do you ever watch the PFL and think to yourself? Like, I watch the PFL every time. I'd be, of course, yeah, but you ever? <laughs> Oh, don't give him that laugh. All right, so... The, the, no, that was the right response. He covered that pass. I know, but he didn't let me finish the fucking sentence. All right, so... Did, uh, watch... did he step on your joke? Is that what the No, problem? that wasn't a joke. Was a... All right, nothing. Do you, do you ever watch PFL and think to myself, man, that million dollars, that payday, I could get in there and do well against the guys and possibly win it? Man, that million dollars is really enticing, you know? Um, I think about that all the time. And yeah, in my prime, I can walk through that division. I walk through all those divisions. I don't care. But like, you sound like now, a grandpa. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> I said you sound like a grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> but but good one, we like when I think about it. When I think about it now, it's like I I just my body I can't commit to that 
making that weight consistently like that. So it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's nice, but it's not for me. Right. But 10 years ago, I was all over that. Now, how many guys do you think from the UFC and Bellator right now are looking over at the PFL and saying to myself, hey, you know, Lance Palmer, Steven Seiler, one of those going a million dollars. Sean O'Connell versus Vinny Magalish, million dollars. Uh, you know, some of the, like, I can beat those guys or I think I could do well against those guys. Let me in that tournament next year. Yeah. I, um, and I hope those purses go up. Over time, of course, I don't think it'll change next year. But here's the thing about that. Um, when you see the number, let's look at the heavyweights, right? Felipe Linz and Josh, and Copeland. Josh Copeland. Number three and number eight. The eighth yeah. seed guy. And Co- Copeland is probably in the heavyweight rankings. He may be ranked in the 30s or 40s right. in the world. Um, so all the guys that are ranked ahead of him probably believe they could win that million dollars. There's a lot of guys that want that. But here's what's going to happen. When, like, nobody's really concerned right now because nobody's made that million dollars. We've seen all these things come up before and then nothing happens. Remember the IFL? That was supposed to be a big thing. All these different promotions are supposed to be a big thing. But when they see these guys get that million dollars, you know, when, when that money is actually paid, the it's going to be a lot more attractive. Mm-hmm. Right. Right now, people are like, oh, that's cool, but are they going to get paid? That's where a lot of people are. I'm going to tell you right now, they're getting paid. Yeah, and they also have the Kevin Hart investment. They have uh, Tony Kevin, Robbins. Tony Robbins. Ooh, those and, are two and, like, and then Mark Burnett. All three yeah. of oh, those, my God. All three of those guys invested. They'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's that's for next season. This season's already shored up. I mean, yeah. the money's already there. $10 million prize pool on New Year's on New Year's night, you know? Now the, um, the Usman fight, I we thought that was going to happen. I'm like, yeah. RDA's seems like if he has an Achilles heel, it's wrestling. Usman's such a good wrestler. Yeah. He's bigger. He kind of bullied him the whole fight, won the fight. Really? Uh, Dana says that you know Usman Woodley might be the fight to make if it, Colby doesn't. Thoughts? I, I think if, Us- if, if Woodley loses his title, right, if Woodley doesn't walk away from the game and leave it there, if he loses it, it's to Usman. Um, I'm not saying Usman can, will beat him, but he has the best chance of everybody. They are, Tyron is a better credentialed wrestler, but Usman can wrestle. His striking is improving. He's just, he's just a grinder. He's consistent. He, remember his win of the Ultimate Fighter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a completely different fighter. If you go back and watch that and then watch, watch his last fight, he looks very different. He's not just a wrestler anymore. He's not just a guy with good cardio. He's got good striking. He's dangerous. He's smart. He picks his shots. You know, he knows when to attack with what attacks. So he's a very dangerous guy for Tyron Woodley because of his skill set. And, and Colby, Colby isn't. Colby's got the wrestling acumen. He's got the conditioning. But Colby doesn't hit that hard. You know, his striking's not on point like that. And uh, can he take those bombs from Tyron? I'm not saying, and I don't know if anybody can, but I believe Usman's defense is going to be better than What about Kobe's. the cardio factor that everyone says Colby does not stop? Tyron, you know, people said they've seen him in fights, get tired. Yeah, you see Tyron slow down, you know, but he's still, but that's one thing about Tyron is even if when he slows down, even later in the fights when he's not as consistently as explosive he's still explosive he still has that one shot power no matter what time of the fight it is and um he will 25 minutes is a long time for colby to not eat one now what's this bet they made that every time they made a bet that colby goes in for a takedown he's gonna have to pay tyron ten thousand dollars or something because tyron wants to keep it standing colby's not gonna take that bet 
I mean, Kobe's whole his whole chance of winning is to take him down and grind. Yeah, him out. I mean, yeah. why would you bother with that anyway? It's like, yeah, let me give you part of my money and then and then you know let me lose my money while winning. Right, of course, makes no sense. So that fight no, is it? Gonna, it's not official yet. That it's not fight not official yet. Oh, uh, okay. So Tyson Fury, we'll talk about that fight for a second. Wilder Fury. My thoughts on that fight. I wasn't upset it was a draw. Look, I know, it's hard to watch that because I think that people were giving Fury too much credit for making Wilder miss because he wasn't really landing that much back. I agree. But every time he was making Wilder miss and everyone was like, oh my God, he's killing him. I'm like, yeah, but he's not doing any damage back. Yeah, maybe he's outpointing him, but not really by that much. Now, the shots that Wilder landed, he really landed. I mean, knocked him down twice in the, in, in the ninth and the 12th. And but those first couple rounds, it wasn't like Fury was really hurting Wilder. People, oh, it's a boxing match. But I didn't see those rounds being that much one-sided, or even they were very close rounds, uh, very very close rounds. And I think the draw is the way to go. But I, I'm excited for the rematch. What did you think of that fight? Yeah, I like the rematch. I um I feel like Wilder fought a smart fight in the first two rounds. The first two rounds, he looked like he, he had a game plan. And then after that, he just kind of abandoned it and looked for the big shot. Um, I, I like that rematch, man. I want to see that. And I believe Wilder is the better fighter, better athlete going in there. Um, I think Tyson Fury just used a higher fight IQ in that fight. He, he stayed focused on what the job was when Wilder just wanted to take this other guy out. But also, the guy started fighting at 20 years old. Wilder. Yeah. Where Tyson Fury came out of the womb. Like, I mean, he was born, his grandfather was a boxer, his father's a boxer, his great grandfather. He's been boxing his entire life. He's got a pedigree. Much better pedigree as far as boxing goes. And he's 60 pounds heavier. But the way they look, you're like, oh, this black dude's going to kill him. Because one dude's shredded and doesn't have an ounce of fat. And the other guy looks like, you know, it's the big O from a cartoon. Okay. But if you look at. Like the tough in but if you look, a tough finale. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The heavyweight guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was awful. Well, the, the the heavyweight girls though, it's like. Wait, wait, heavyweight girls? I didn't see heavyweight girls. No, 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 the girls, the one forty-five pound girls. So that girl's gonna fight Cyborg next. I mean, that's insane. Insane. After Amanda Nunes. Right. The Cyborg fights Nunes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 There, there should never be. I'm sorry, but there should never be, especially in the women's divisions. But even in the men's, I don't believe that you come out of the tough house and then you fight a UFC world champion. Well, that's a big jump. It did work for Matt Serra, though. Yeah, but he he was also in the UFC before he went to the tough house. Yeah, yeah. he was already ranked. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how do you see as far as Kayla Harrison? Right. I'm a big Kayla Harrison fan. Uh, she's a two-time gold medalist. We don't know her okay. in judo. Only uh, American. American to ever win the gold medal in judo, man or woman. She did it twice. Uh, she's 155, which she fights at. They're making a, they're making a whole uh, tournament for her, basically. They're going to give a million dollars to anyone that wins that tournament, which is crazy because they can't find any girls that are 155 anyway, yeah. like, like fighter girls. If I was, in the, if I was like Leslie Smith... Or even Ashley Evan Smith. If I was any one of these girls. Ashley's not that big. No, but she beat, I think, Fallon Fox at 45. She did beat Fallon, yeah. So any girl that, like, if I was, a, if I was 10 at 135, if I was ranked number eight and below, I'd go straight to this tournament. Because if Kayla Harrison is the favorite going in, she had three fights. Yeah. Three fights. What about a giant, what was her name, Gabriella or something? Yeah, yeah she could fight at like 235, you know. <laughs> yeah. But Send her in there. <laughs> yeah. well, 155 and up. They really should make it, I mean, they should almost make it open weight, like 145 and up. Because, for who, the women? For the women. Because 
But how do you think? But the question for you is, how do you think she would do against Cyborg in two, three fights? Still not enough. That's, that's she, she's nowhere near Cyborg. Two or three fights. Um, she's improving, and she, she's good. Her judo is definitely the you know some of the best in the world. But Cyborg is way ahead of the game for the women. I mean, yeah. Kayla is going to have the biggest in two fights, two or three fights. How is she going to get her boxing to that level to deal with Cyborg? Because Cyborg, first of all, she hits like a truck, and um, she's vicious. Kayla just doesn't have that experience. You can't you can't gain that that kind of experience in two fights. She needs like two or three years. But who is she gonna fight in that, that time? Don't know. But like it's just the nature of the world and the universe. She was just born in, at a different time and doing things at a different time, and now she's coming into the sport of MMA where Cyborg has been for a long time. That's a fight that's that, like my comedy with storytelling now, being all the, the rage. <laughs> I'm a joke teller like fuck 84 I'd be famous yeah uh, so yeah that, it's crazy so let's talk about some of the UFC fights this weekend Joe uh, run them I down mean, for me I'm no CB but uh, we have oh Max Holloway Brian Ortega yes That's now a- uh, this fight I, I like Holloway. I just still don't know what was wrong with him. Do you ever figure out why he pulled out of that fight? Even he doesn't know what's wrong with him, according to him. That's not a good sign. Yeah. When you don't know what was wrong with you. And right now, Ortega is the underdog, so place your bets in. Really? Yeah. Really? I, I got my bets placed in yesterday. I'm all set. What are you betting on? I'm betting on Ortega, Valentina. I don't know any other fights in the card, but I placed, oh, okay. I got a six fight, probably like five of them. Oh, before that, I want to. Joanna's I'll, fighting, right? Yeah. Now, did she, okay, okay. She's fighting Valentina Shevchenko. Is she still? Did her name change to a di- slightly different, also fucked up last name? No, or that was the same that name? was that was her sister who fought last week. Is that what it was? Yeah, her sister. Okay, because I'm looking at, at it, I'm like, wait a minute. She fought the Ultimate Fighter finale. She's really good. That's her sister. Are oh, they blood okay. related? Like, are they like blood sisters? That's usually the way sisters work. Because they look nothing alike, dude. He has no idea about how families work. (laughs) Yeah. Are you from a family? (laughs) We don't Uh, know. We don't. Yeah, I don't Uh, even know. By the way, also on that card uh, on UFC Australia, give it up for Sadiq Youssef, uh, who's also, he came on the podcast. He's got like 18 brothers and sisters. He's from a a, a polygamous family, like four moms, uh, one dad, uh, obviously. And and they said the moms actually, they don't all sleep in the same bed. They take turns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like whoever's closer They're to the room. sister wives. Yeah, but he had a big win over the weekend. He looked great. I, I love that guy. And then also, uh, what do you think about Joe Warren? He scored with two of his sisters. What do you think about Joe Warren? I didn't see Joe's fight. It was bad. Really? He just got he got teed off. He he just and it didn't look like he had it in him anymore. I like Joe Warren, but he's had a lot of battles. It was it was kind of um I understand. Some of those guys were really disappointed in fighting on the undercard. They were trying to promote that that DAZN yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, thing. And I don't think I don't think a lot of those guys knew before they got there that they were on the undercard. Um, no, he knew. Joe knew. Yeah, yeah, they knew. Yeah, that, that that's really disappointing. Um, how do you put Joe Warren though? He was the face of Bellator. How do you put him on the undercard like that? I know you're trying to promote. It's bullshit. Else, but... He lost to a good guy. That guy, Sean Bunch, the guy who uh, was another great wrestler, but. Um, yeah, that was rough. And Brian Caraway, that yeah. was rough. I mean, he went into that fight, had his hands down, did not look like, I don't know, man. Why would you keep your hands down in your like 50th fight against a guy who's, who's, a, who's a pretty good striker? He's probably upset. What? He's probably upset about his girl. 
About Misha still? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I don't. I, it just was. It was you uh, asking me? You asking me? Like to, oh, to no, look into his mind? Bark, and, and like, then the baby's gonna wake up. Oh God! Thank God the dog is somewhat deaf. All right. Um, and Roosevelt Roberts looked great against uh, Daryl Horcher. Maurice Green. He's the guy that I couldn't stand on the show. He was drunk. He was tall. The kickboxer. He beat. He beat uh, Batista. This guy Batista, who's this Cuban wrestler who beat Daniel Cormier. In wrestling, yeah, and now but now he's like forty, and he's trying to do MMA now. It might just be too, it's kind of, yeah, too late, too late. Sounds too late. Sounds too, really too late. Triangled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quickly, I was there for that. And then there's a guy named Edmund who beat uh, who beat the, the uh, dentist Darren Stewart. Oh yeah, he trains at uh, Coach Edmund's camp. Yeah, he Edmund at, was in his corner. They were all there. It was yeah. like a big hookah bar. Like it was all these like <laughs> it was all Middle Eastern guys yeah. going insane. And then Jake Ellenberger got in trouble because he was sitting in the stands, so had to run over. I guess he trained to them and give them instructions during the fight. And they were like, Ellenberger, go back to the stands. He almost got like it was like a kick, got kicked out, which was kind of funny actually. But uh, I've been kicked out of my own show before. It happens. Have you really? Oh yeah. For what? Heckling yourself? Doing blow in the women's bathroom. Really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Was this was this Saturday night or last week? Or? <laughs> it was a little while ago. Yeah. I, I got kicked out of Fat Cats in Modesto. In the, I was in the girl's bathroom making out with a girl or something. And then uh, and then some security guy grabbed me. I'm like, I was so drunk. I'm like, oh, you want to wrestle? And I hip-tossed him on his head. And then, oh. and then like five dudes dragged me out like by my throat. And I was like the comic from like an hour before. Yeah. It was, it was so bad. That was like pretty much the last time I actually drank. How come the girls never want to go into the men's restroom? I wish I could say the same thing about Coke. Uh, you know what I'm saying? What the f- all right, so Valentina is taking on <laughs> Joanna. I like Joanna in this one. Really? Yeah, you? No. Why? Valentina's going to whoop that ass. Is that because, why? why I think just think so? she's better in every aspect. Maybe not striking, but she's come a long way. She's really tough, dude. And this is a different weight class well, for her. Is both coming off of two losses? Yep. Yeah, but to the same girl. For the same girl in a weight. I mean, she, she was having a hard time making that weight, and I'm not taking anything away from Rose. I mean, that's a part of the job. But um, these women have fought before, and yeah, Shevchenko won those fights. But... Um, I don't know. When I speak to Joanna, she she's like, you know, she's like those. She just doesn't believe in in her toughness, and she she's going to she's going to push the pace now. I mean, is is Shevchenko being the bigger woman going to be play a big part into it? Because because Joanna, she wants those back. You know, there were kickboxing fights, and now things are a little different. Joanna's also like a different. foot taller than most she girls at one fifteen. So yeah. She's going to be, I think, at the right weight now. Yeah, she she was having a hard time making the weight. Um, she never complains or whatever, but like this, this weight cut is going to be so much better for her. Every weight cut's hard, but she, you were, we're going to see a different Joanna. We're going to see a different woman this weekend. I think it's going to be a fun fight. I've always been a big fan of her. It was like from the very first time I saw her fight, before the title, before all, you know, I was like, this girl has, she, you know, I called her the She's little fighter. The little fists of fury because yeah. those fists were flying. Yeah. You know, like no girl I'd ever seen. And then when she lost, on the second fight, I was like, okay, she's coming back. You're going to see the real Joanna this time. And then she lost again. And I was like, oh, is it is it over for her? Was I that think she like Rose lightly the first time? I, mean, I don't think she realized how hard. But Rose then the hit. second time she lost, that's what I'm saying. Like I think she did take her lightly the first time because she was at the the crest of her wave. She was the big, you know, she was all full of herself. She's like, I'm the greatest at, the, at that time. And so yeah, she she took her very lightly, and I thought she got caught, you know, by someone who was better prepared for her. But then the second one, I'm like, here she comes. This time she gets her, and then she win. Got she lost again, and I'm like, okay, I don't, is is it over? 
over for her? Did she lose her mojo? She did look better in the second fight, though, right? Yeah, right. Um, but again, that weight cut is that weight cut is miserable for that her. That must man. have been it because that's so, like, I didn't expect her to look better than the first fight. I expected her to look dominant in yeah. the second fight. Yeah, I expected her to come out and mm-hmm. beat her up. Yeah, and it didn't happen. And I was like, uh, did she lose it? That was all I could think was, did she lose it? I don't think she lost it. Confidence is a big thing in the fight game, too. Yeah. I mean, when technique is the same and the weight's the same and everything else, I mean, you need those intangibles. And confidence changes everything. And Rose, having that one win over her already, you know. She had tremendous confidence. Yeah, she had tremendous amount of confidence. She knew she was going in there to win that. I mean, both women walk into that cage knowing they're going to win. Yeah. But during that during the battle, it's like, mm, am I still going to win? Right. You know, I think that that could possibly creep in, could have possibly crept into Joanna's head um, while Rose is just like, it doesn't matter that I just lost that round. I'm going to win this fight. Yeah. You know, and, and when you have that kind of confidence, you're able to, to bounce back and, and do yeah, things. I was very, I, I was surprised, but also impressed with Rose. Yeah. To pull it off twice versus Joanna, who had been the hottest fighter at the time going, you know what I mean? Like, yep. she looked really, pre- in the women's division, she looked pretty indestructible. She's dangerous. And man. then all of a sudden, Rose just took it away from her. I, I mean, I, that still blows my mind. So, also, Jimmy Manoa has taken on Tiago Santos. I like that fight. You can't pick that fight, dude. You don't know what the hell is going to happen. Well, Manoa is such a... I never know what man was going to turn up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's one of those dudes that sometimes he looks like a world beater. Yeah. And then, that, well, that guy Volkan that knocked him out. And, the mayor, yeah. yeah, that dude just hits really fucking hard, I think. Yeah, I like think a truck. And people don't realize how hard that guy hits. Uh, but then, I don't know. It's hard to know without actually feeling it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, by the way. We can all look at it. It all looks bad. By the way, that, I got to ask you, Eve. So that, that Tyson Fury knockout, right? In the last one, when he came out after six seconds, have you ever seen anything like that? And no, have never. you ever been knocked out like that? I've ever been unconscious. I've been unconscious, but I've never, um, I've never been knocked down to where I can get back up. But seeing that, that was crazy because I was like, I was doing what Dante Wilder was doing. I was like, whoa! I was celebrating. I was like, that yeah. was exciting. That was awesome. Like the fight's over. And then I was like, wait, he got up. I didn't see it. I didn't see him get up. But when you go back and you watch it, um, this this is my interpretation of that. You see him, you see the referee counting right over his face, and he's like, I'm like, did that referee hypnotize him or something? Because he's like, he goes, and he yeah. gets up. And it's like, it's like, you know when you're sleeping and you're awake, but you yeah. can't move? I'm like, is that where he was in his head? Because like he literally tried. His head bounced, like he tried to get up, and nothing. His head just rolled back down. And then he like... Because for me, in my dreams, when I'm like that, I'm like, I got to get up. I'm awake, but I can't move. One, two, three. And I'm like, yeah. But in reality, I'm like, you know? And I think that's where he was. He was like, I have to get up. I have to get up. And he tried to get up. It didn't happen. He's like, all right, here we go. Mm. And he just like zombie. Do you think he was never knocked out to begin with? He was out. He was out. <sighs> yeah, we you saw his head hit the mat? continue? You saw his head hit the mat? Yeah, so then how does, that, how, how does somebody recover from getting knocked out? With I don't know. He's the gypsy king. <laughs> That's what I kept thinking. I was like, that should be the end of the fight. Like, that's the walkaway knockout. Like, he's out, laid flat out, arms out. Like, even if he wakes up and stands up, how do you allow it to continue? I don't know. I was like, no, the fight's over. That man was out cold. Yeah. He was, his arms were out to his side. He looked like he got shot. Like, flat on his back, whap. Yeah. And then, yes, then he kind of springs up. And I think even if he springs up, you're like, no, 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 you're on some weird adrenaline push. No. So when you were knocked out unconscious, how long did it take before you got up? Before I was conscious, it was like 20 minutes. Like, I was in the, when I fought Stout, I was in the back 
talking to, I believe I was talking to Tyron. And I was, I was in the middle of saying something. And I was like, I, all of a sudden my consciousness came back to me like, where am I? And why is my wife in here? Because I was like, she's not supposed to be back here. And then I asked him, I, this is the first thing I remember. I was like, what happened? And he's like, you got knocked out. And I was like, that guy, I'm just like upset. Hands and of isn't stone? That, yeah. Isn't right? that always the question, though? Isn't that the first thing every fighter asks when they come to? They're always like, "What happened?" Yeah. But here's here's the thing. I was like, I was like, I I, I had seen other guys get knocked out before. And now my consciousness is back. So I'm like, how many times did I ask that question? Fuck. Right. Yeah. That's what I I'm saying. Like, I mean, times. the fact that he was able yeah. to just get up. That's and I crazy. also think that's also why people think he won the fight as well. I, I think people because they that was such an amazing comeback story. But here's what like, I don't know. When, when, when I, was, fight, I was amazed that I was like, "What do you mean? He's, you're not gonna let him?" When keep the fight fighting. was first announced, my first instinct was like, "Tyson Fury might win." I think I think he's gonna win. I think he's a better boxer, and I think Deontay Wilder has that. He's had too many holes in his game. Or he, what he does well is amazing, but then there's a lot of things where you're like, eh, "That looks a little amateurish." And and this is just from you know, look, I'm not saying I can do it better, but you know, or even close. But then when I watched that fucking Showtime All Access. They were like, this guy took 18 months of partying and cocaine and doing nothing. And I'm like, okay, that's it. There's no way that a guy can take 18 months off while there's other guys training and come back and, be, and, and gain 150 pounds and have to lose it. It's just not going to happen. The other guy was training hard. It's, it's gonna catch, it has to catch up to him. And it did it. I mean, I was wrong. I, I, thought that was, I was like... Logic sometimes. I remember when I first heard about the fight, it was uh, a promo came on the night before, and I remember thinking, Who is fighting who? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And then the next there. night, I go in and I see Adam at the at the ha. He goes, Can you believe the fight? I was like, Yeah, can you believe the ending? And I thought we were talking about the Dos Santos fight. Yeah. And he shows me the video, and it's the fucking end of no, the there's Fury like, fight. There's, there's like three really good Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, and Wilder. What fight happens next? The rematch or. Fury and Joshua. I think they're going to do the rematch because I think it just becomes too hard for them to make Joshua. That's the problem with boxing is that it just becomes so hard to make these good fights. Everyone, too many, too many moving factors. So then does the winner of that fight fight Joshua? Yeah, but I think and that's why I'm kind of hoping I want MMA guys to get paid more. But yep. everyone's like, oh, it'll be, I want it to be like boxing with the highest bidder. And then my fear is that it becomes like boxing where now we don't have the best guys fight each other. By the way, as a guy who was teammates with Robbie Lawler, how do you see Asker and Lawler going? That fight should play out like every other Askren fight. If anybody can make that different, it's Robbie. Robbie hits like a truck, you know. Um, Robbie's smart about fighting. He's going to try to keep that distance. Um, Askren's got to wrestle him to the ground, but like you're not getting up from Ben Askren. Um, Have you ever trained with him? A little bit. What's but it like? like a long time ago, um, when I didn't know how to wrestle at all, and yeah, he molested me, you know. <laughs> you should put like a Me Too out there and be like, uh, twelve years ago, Ben Askren molested me on the wrestling mat. Dude, that's the thing. When I look at you know jujitsu and the wrestling, I'm like, there's still a lot of, it's a lot of contact, man. So, okay, okay. That's Maybe part about cool. it. It's not like blowing guys. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's still a lot of contact. I don't know. The 
guy, especially when you do the head fighting and he presses his face oh, like football, right into your football guy. You down. touch the guy for a second. For a second, you, know, you knock him the fuck out. In his asshole, you guys like, fucking knock him the fuck seconds. out. You guys are rubbing up against each other for fucking like five, ten minutes at a clip. I don't know. I'm just saying right. it's a lot of contact. Thanks, buddy. Who else is fighting? You, that sounds like someone has never been in a fight. I, I'm not since I was a kid. That's what I'm saying. Like I want to know. I would love. I know that that's how most fights wind up are on the ground. Right, and I would love to do some of that training, but I mean, when I watch it, I'm like, man, that's and a lot nothing of to do with your cardio. A lot of man on man contact. Nothing I mean, to do with your cardio. Oh yeah, please, I'd be done in seconds. <laughs> all right, I, 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 be, one of those I guys, would tap out in the warm ups. He seems like one of those guys who peels the banana and breaks it. No way, dude! I smash it into my. <laughs> I, I of course mash it, add peanut butter, and spread it on some toast. There really is no straight way to eat ice cream, though. That's fucking hard. You have ice cream cone, you're like all into it. <laughs> All right, so uh, Gunner Nelson, Alex Oliveira. Uh, that's Cowboy versus Gunner. Yep, I got Cowboy. Really? Really? Yeah. Over Gunner? Yeah. Why? Because he's good. And Gunner's not good? No, they're both good. I just see, I mean, when's the last time Gunner Nelson fought? Ponzanibio, right? Uh, he, he got killed by Ponzanibio. I think he's fought since then. Has uh, he? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Greg, instead of looking up your football scores, we look up the last time Gunner Nelson fought? Gunner? Yeah, like... G-U-N-N-A-R. He's going to be like, uh... Not since he did that song. Uh. I just know you can never bet against Cowboy because he's really good, dude. But I mean, he has his moments where he like sometimes gasses out and gets clipped and rocked or whatever, like uh, with the Anti Maderos. But he's really good. Dude. I was, he just doesn't fight smart. Yeah, I was surprised when he beat Will Brooks. I, I had, wasn't. I had, really. Yeah, not not that I um, I don't have confidence in Will. It's just that he's a bigger guy. Will was, I mean, Will was going in there with a. And then that that rib that rib thing, but he was he was he was winning the fight, right? I believe Cowboy was winning yeah. the fight. Um, he's just a big, he's just really big guy, man. He's big. He was at what was that? He didn't make the weight either. He didn't make the weight, right? And then Kyle Bonchak, who's like he's the guy that was like uh, fought one of the he was the beat the beat, and he yeah. was almost won. Yeah. I mean, he was getting the shipping out of him, but he was staying hanging in there uh, against Hakeem. Dewodu, who I, du- I, I know du- that guy du- because I was in Calgary and they were all so high on this guy and he trained with Conor McGregor and then he got like knocked out quickly or stopped quickly his first fight, came back, won a second fight, but they're really high on this guy, Hakeem. He's from, uh, he's from, from Calgary, but it's a, it's a tough fight for him because this guy, Kyle, you got to shoot him with a fucking cannon to stop him. Yeah, I, I can't bet on that fight. It's just, I don't know. You know? Uh, and then your girl, a girl that trains at your gym, Nina and Sarah, yeah, Santiago is last time he tra- yeah is tra- is fighting Claudia Gadella. Yeah, I like that fight. Nina is tough, man. Nina, you know, I was her first MMA coach. I didn't know she she told me this a lot. One of the last times I saw her, she came in American Top Team. I used to teach her MMA class when I lived there, and um, yeah, so that was the first time she started training. No and way. To, yeah, then she went down to Miami and trained there and met Amanda, and then they came back to ATT. But now her and Amanda, what's that relationship like? Like a marriage? Really? Yeah. They do like all that scissoring stuff. I don't know. I don't spend time with them. <laughs> I've been told by practicing lesbians that the scissoring isn't a regular part of the routine. I hear that too. Yeah, really? that it's like something they just do in like videos with girls that aren't actual lesbians. Oh, okay. 
Is like, it's more for dudes, but, like, they don't actually just fucking... Scissor? Yeah, just oh. fucking, you know. It's weird. Like, what is, what is that? It's like... Just mush their muffs together. Just, like, slapping yeah. lips. Just like, yeah, and they're difficult. just rubbing up against each other. That seems like it'd be highly inaccurate. I had, yeah. a, I had a friend... You know what I mean? Get... You gotta get right on the nub and treat it right. You can't just, like, just mash it against some shit. No. I had a friend when I moved here from, from the Bahamas, Puerto Rican, and he used to call that making tortillas. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, now, how did you ask these actual lesbians? I don't know. It was during some kind of uh, discussion about porn, I'm sure. Okay. Uh, also, well, who do you got in that fight? Claudia versus Nina. Well, whichever one like, is willing to mash muffs. I like Claudia in this in one. The- but everyone at American Top Team says she's Nina's the greatest girl Nina's there. Legit. Nina's legit, man. She can fight. But Claudia, I, I just think is, yeah. uh, I don't know. She's beating better people. Uh, Nina's 9-5. and five, Claudia's 16-3. and three. But, yeah, but how many fights has Nina lost in the UFC? I don't know. Good question. Like one by decision, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jessica I versus Caitlin Chukagan. This should be a good fight. We've had Caitlin on the members. She came oh, on yeah, the podcast yeah, yeah. from Long, uh, Jersey. Yeah. Hot karate she was super girl. Cool, yeah. We know Jessica I. Yep. Also hot, fun, angry. Uh, it should be a good one. Yeah. Um, will Caitlin's karate be Jessica's boxing? But Jessica became a big wrestler now. She's falling in love with wrestling. Yeah. So if she could add wrestling to her game, oof. I think fine, people when people that pick up wrestling late sometimes almost like they skip all the bullshit, get right to like the like what you actually need for MMA. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you know what the thing about that? Is anytime somebody picks up a new skill and then they want to focus on that then and it's not their that. best skill, then they wound up getting beat. But that seems like to be wrestling with strikers versus strikers with wrestling because it seems like. Or all these like Johnny Hendricks or Josh Koscheck, they find like a great right hand, and they stop using their doubles and singles. But if a guy who has a good right hand starts just wrestle fucking people, it's not like that's like going to be a bad thing. That sounds like all wrestling. <laughs> Eric Anders, our boy, yeah. taking on Elias Theodoro. Also oh, our our boy! Ooh. <laughs> I like Anders in that fight. Why? More explosive, mm-hmm. powerful, young, a little bit younger in the fight game. Um, and I think his his arc is, is, is sharper. You know, yeah. it's steeper. I think he's better going, athlete. He wins that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then um, uh, OAM is taking on Gilbert Burns. Man. Is he a top team also? Gilbert Burns? No, he was with the Black Zillions. Oh. Uh, OAM, he has not achieved what I thought he was going to achieve. Like, when he first came out, I was like, this guy's the next big thing. Uh, he's still obviously really good. Mm-hmm. Gilbert Burns' jiu-jitsu is incredible. Yeah, uh, it's incredible. We, by the way, were you at that um, that smoking weed jiu-jitsu underground thing? Yeah, high rollers. Yeah. Well, what is that? Yeah. That's, that's what it is. High rollers. They so you hear about this? Roll. It's a it's a jiu- sounds great. It's a tournament at a dispensary. Uh-huh. And they have to smoke pot before they roll. Well, that's nice. You're already taking your pain medication. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you can. <laughs> Did you compete in it? No. Why not? I, I was commentating. Why didn't I compete? I'm not doing a jiu-jitsu tournament. Why no. not? He'd smash everybody. Woody, have you ever done it before? A long time ago. Um, I, I guess I would do a jiu-jitsu tournament, but I don't want to do a tournament. I would do like a super, a super match or something like that. It was Crazy like Horse against Daniel Strauss, right? Yeah. And then I, I was surprised. Strauss won, but it was closer than I thought it would be. Yeah, it was pretty close. Um, I was afraid because that was the first, first thing Daniel's done competitively since his accident. You know, but he did well. He was fine. Um, I mean, we were all hanging out the night before, so it was just like two guys that just yeah, went, yeah. They were just rolling. But was I, I was surprised Crazy Horse has good jiu-jitsu. I was surprised at Crazy and Crazy Horse's technique. He um, he was doing a lot of cool things. He hit me up recently. Once again, to acting. 
uh, but his name is Felony. Yeah, uh, it used to be Crazy Horse, now <laughs> Felony. <laughs> uh, <laughs> might be a little tough to get in the room. <laughs> Who do you want to send in? Felony. <laughs> he yeah. used to be Crazy Horse. He used to be Crazy Horse. So we, we, you're sending in a Crazy Horse who's committed felonies. But uh, but the thing is, I do think that whatever, if you get him the right role, he would kill it. Uh, yeah, but not, everybody's going to put him in the same role. Uh, a doctor? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if he wants to do like Shakespeare in the Park. It seems like he wants to do like power. Yeah. I, I don't know, right? Yeah. I mean, but uh, he wants to be the guy that steps out from behind the guy and just opens the bag and shows you the drugs. <laughs> like, the, what, like the real actor goes, show him, and then he steps out. Just oh, and then it's like there you go. Now he's an actor. Now you were in uh, Ballers. Yeah. How, how yeah. was that? That was really cool. That was super cool. Um, that was. I like that show. I like it, man. I, I and I've watched every episode, so that was that was super cool to be on a show that I like to watch, um, and have some lines. And then you know I learned a little bit about acting. Then and I was like, this is cool, and it's a lot easier than doing stunts. I want to try to do this more often. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I want, that's it's a lot easier I'm, than doing stunts. Yeah. For sure. Did he, people recognize you? They're like, hey, I saw you in. Yeah, I got I got some some good feedback about it. Um, People give you feedback. A little Twitter love, a little Twitter love. Yes, and Twitter yeah. and Instagram love and some um yeah. Did you know I, I need to get some group. Hey, you know I'm a meme. I was about I'm to say that he's a freaking famous internet meme. Yeah. I'm like world star. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the checks to come rolling. Wait, in. Yeah. Wait, what's your meme? That's not how internet promotion works. <laughs> the thing with the internet is you put it all out there and hope no one hates you for it. <laughs> And that maybe at some point it adds up to people loving you for it. What's your meme? Some somebody did a video of like my well, I had this video of my weigh-ins. Somebody had put some other music over it and said if this was if I was a fighter, this would be my style or something about you know my 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 bringing food to the weigh-ins. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's a big did, deal. And then your handshake, right? Was also recently. Did you you post that about your handshake? What like did you like? Instead, oh, were you like eating on the scale? You were like, yeah. Do you know yeah. <laughs> Eating Twinkies and yeah, well, you're like, listen, just get the number and I'm fucking done. Now, would that been like psychological advantage? Um, or were you just hungry as fuck? No, it was just it was at first it was something I thought it was cool, yeah. and um, I see how it could potentially be a psychological advantage. But um, I mean, these guys are the best guys in the world, so mm-hmm. I don't I don't expect I don't expect. For that to to play play a role in the fight, you know, right? Like not so much that they're sitting there like this Twinkie eating motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. What so, am I? What am I doing? <laughs> it was kind of cool because I, I would be close to weight. I would wake up the day of weigh-ins at like a hundred and fifty-eight pounds or something like that, and mm-hmm. I could lose seven pounds in a workout. But on and I'm that close, I could lose about five or so. If I get fifty-eight, I get down to like fifty-two, fifty-three, and I eat a little bit. Yeah, and um, get back up to fifty five, fifty six, and I can walk on the scale with with some goodies, and also just it kind of makes it miserable for everybody because back then that was the real way, the one way in, mm-hmm. and um, I would be backstage and I would be snacking on little things because I know my weight was under, but very close. So guys are backstage and everybody's miserable for a while. You're doing all the doctor's checks and all of that, and in those little things, I'm like sucking on 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 a, on a grape or something, eating little things and. I think maybe that played a little bit of a role into man. He does. He doesn't. He's not as miserable as we are. But at the same time, um, some guys probably looked at me like, "Yeah, he's the small guy. That's why he, he can do that." I'm just yeah. going to crush him when I put now, my weight back on. Now, what were your thoughts on. on Chuck Tito? 
What's up, people? Listen, 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. And the thing is, once you start to notice your hair loss, it's too late. It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. Trust me, I've lost hair. It's not fun. No, I look at my pictures, I'm like, oh, the good old days. Why can't they come back? All right? Is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? Any bald spots? Yeah, be honest, people. Be honest. How would you feel a year from now if it was business as usual up there? You'd feel great. You'd feel amazing. Now, why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing? They can turn to medicine and science. Here's a solution. Go to 4 It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Yes, Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to keep you keep your hair. Yes, keep your hair. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. No, no waiting room. No awkward doctor visits, okay? You can save hours by going to 4 Order now. My listeners get a trial month of HIMS for just $5 today. Right now, supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds. You went to the doctor, or to a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash roasted. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash roasted. Forhims.com slash roasted. What's up, people? Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. They got a non-intimidating way for stock newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. All right, It's simple and intuitive. They got a clear design with data prescribed in an easy-to-digest way. Listen. They got amazing value. It's uh, They got no commission fees. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. But Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. No, they don't keep all your profits. Their design is easy to use. They got an easy to understand charts and market data. Place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. Yes, just four taps. And you learn by doing. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks and track favorite companies with personalized newsfeed, okay? And then you get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right time to invest. And they're giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at mmaroasted.robinhood.com. That's mmaroasted.robinhood.com. Check them out. That was, I was like, I thought it was not a good idea before it happened. And after it happened, and as it was happening, I was like, yeah, this is why it's not a good idea. Like, Tito looks like an athlete, and Chuck looks like an old man who used to be an athlete. Right. You know? And um, Chuck Chuck never looked that much smaller than Tito before. Um, and then seeing him get dropped like that, that was hard, man. Um, he's 49. Like, and you won both those fights. I understand there's money on the table, but what are you trying to prove? For Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, money on the table. Yeah, but I mean... I mean, it had to have been about money. I, I feel like... like well, maybe he just missed the glory. But don't, but don't you also think that it was the responsibility of some of his friends, training partners, or coaches to be like, no, nah, man, this is not going to happen. I wouldn't... So... I wouldn't doubt that there aren't people that told him that he shouldn't do it, but when he said he was going to, they're like, "Well, I got your back." You know what I mean? That's that's yeah, what a friend that's is. True. Some who was it said that they all they kind of like walked away from it. They're like, "You can't." They said Hackleman did. Yeah. They said Hackleman was like, "No, absolutely that's not." That's right. That's and that's that's another. That's that's a that's a real friend. Yeah, exactly. He's like, "I'm not, not going to be a part of this." Hello, is this Nate? Oh yeah, what up, man? All right, you're on the MMA Roasted podcast. We got Nate. The train. This guy's eleven and two from Tennessee, 
And I, I watched your promo. You're hilarious, by the way. You are. You are. I, I had no idea who you were before uh, last couple of days ago, and now I'm like, I can't get enough, Nate. Oh yeah, man. That's the job, man. Make believers have a good ass time, and you know I try. Uh, now you're from Tennessee, and you're you're on like a, what a three fight winning streak over at uh, M1. Yeah, I got a three fight win streak with Ben. I'm on a like a five or six fight win streak uh, all together. Nice. And, and when's your next fight? Uh, shit, fifteenth, like in a week and a ten days. Against who and where? Next. Oh, it's going to be uh, December fifteenth in Kazakhstan versus. Andre Lesniev for M1 Global Featherweight World Championship title. Nice, nice. Now, dude, your promos were hilarious. I, I, it was, I was laughing pretty fucking hard. This guy, like, I, I don't know why you're not famous, man, because <laughs> you're fucking, you're hilarious, bro. Look, hold on. I'm going to play some of his promos. Yeah. Sign Nathan Train, and I know what all you Russian fans is thinking. You thinking, how can a man piss him? Y.M.1's flying me across the seas from the state of Tennessee to throw down. And I can go into motivation like all these other fighters. I can tell you about where I'm training, how I'm training, and who I'm training with, but none of that matters. The only thing that matters is on September 23rd, Nathan Train will be stepping into that M1 ring for the first time against a valid opponent. And you're going to find out real quick, can the man fight? Is he all hype? Is he going to sink? Is he going to swim? Is he going to lose? And is he going to win? <laughs> <laughs> the body intercuts are great. Yeah. So, dude, you're hilarious, yeah. bro. I, I'm, I'm happy. I, now, now, is your style based on WWE wrestling? It seems like it's kind of kind of cutting that, that kind of a, a, a promo. Oh, man, you know every kid from my generation. I'm 30, so you know every kid from my generation grew up watching WWF for sure. So, I mean, right? I was like, shit, if I ever get a chance to spit some water in the air, you already know I am. Well, you knocked that guy out in the second round. You got seven knockouts uh, out, of, out of your 11 wins. Uh, you haven't lost in, in like three, almost four years. Yeah, the last time I lost, man, I uh, didn't take it serious. You know, I wasn't training for school time. Had a, you know, I was working another job. Shit, I got beat on that. I was like, fuck it. Uh, let's take this shit serious. Started training full time, and, uh, man, it's not even been close since. Dude, you've been, I, I watched your fight at M1. You come out to ACDC. Uh, you come out to TNT. Uh, you have like a manager with you. I don't know who that guy is. I never saw a fight with a manager. Oh, that's my hype, man. That's my boy Angel, man. He's been with me since the beginning. <laughs> you got a hype, man. <laughs> um, now, are you afterwards? Are you banging some of these M- uh, M1 ladies? Are there a lot of women in Russia? Oh no, no. I'm happily married. Happily oh. married with my beautiful wife, Robin. Hey, babe. So okay, that's that's good. good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> now, now, how close are you to think? Now, do you want to go to the UFC or Bellator or PFL? I mean, shit, not Bellator or the PFL, but I mean, UFC talking about something good. I mean, I'll go, but uh, I mean, I'm happy with what I got right now because I mean, 
and one treat me very well, and I get to do whatever the hell I want to do, and I ain't got to worry about uh, nobody telling me what to do, when to do it, you know. You don't want to try to come to the PFL and win a million dollars? Shit, if you win it all, you get a million. I mean, that'd be cool, though. I mean, shit, I'm a, I'm a free agent, and uh, I mean, shit, money talk. You already know bullshit. Walk a million miles. Now, you sound like you're uh, from, like, the streets of, of Tennessee. Are you from a very black area? Oh, man, you know, I'm just from a St. B. What's up, baby? Uh, St. B. Stand up. You already know Clarksville. Uh, you got a bunch of killers, man. You might not know nothing about Clarksville, but uh, we keep it gangster over here. And uh, we got the biggest, we got one of the biggest, Fort Campbell's, the biggest base. We got real killers walking these streets. There it is. He's got real killers. That's I believe right. it, man. I fucking believe it. Fort Campbell's military. Is that what he is? Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, now, what's your base out of? Cause I know you're knocking everyone out. You, By the way, your stand-up. He's really quick. His, I said his striking is really good. Um, is it wrestling your base or boxing or jujitsu? Man, I just, you know, when I was growing up, I played football and I did a couple other sports and uh, just always loved fighting. You know, I was tiny. I was a small guy. So, you know, when you're tiny and small, you can never bluff your way out of no situation. So, just get to scrapping. I could never not, you know what I'm saying, get to talking shit. If you're big, somebody's going to back down. But when you're small, they all about fighting. This. I mean, I got into plenty of fights, plenty, plenty of fights. And I just, there was nothing that satisfied me more than doing some cool shit on the football field or telling everybody about somebody I whooped in the weekend or some shit like that, you know. <laughs> I like it. I like, But, I mean, are you a black belt, Do you, uh, brown belt, or what's, what's, what's your... All right, so I'm, a pur- I'm officially like a purple belt. Uh, but, I mean, I just, you know, I don't take classes like that. We train, uh, you know, we I brush up on all that. I got a great training camp right there with Wildside, straight out of Clarksfield and... Uh, you know, we don't we uh we keep it straight uh fight related, you know. Every if you can't do it a hundred miles per hour, full speed, sweaty, bloody and gritty, then I mean it ain't gonna really work. And what's the tattoo you have on your uh on your on your belly button or right above it? Oh, that's say faith. Faith, got I it. I got that shit in uh man, that's a funny story. I got that shit in college, right? And and midway through getting that tattoo, the tattoo gun broke. So I was walking around with faith for like a month or two until I got back and got the TH. <laughs> Everybody made fun of me and shit. They called me Faye Boy. What up, Faye Boy? Right. And by the way, you're talking to a um, UFC legend. Eve Edwards is here also, by the way. He was going to ask you about PFL. So he was the one who asked you about that. And then Greg Wilson and Ween Dog. Any uh, advice for this, this uh, young, young buck, Eve? Man, he seems like he's he's on the right track with 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 consecutive with so many consecutive wins, getting finishes, and um, sounds like he's good with a microphone. Yeah, you know, you're that's, great with that's, the microphone. That's, that's what everybody loves. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, man, I'm a natural at it for sure. I mean, uh, you know, I know, I've always liked to show off, and I've always liked to fight, and I've always liked sports. So I'm kind of intertwined them all. I mean, I'm just nice to train all the way. You beat a guy that we I had on recently, Adam Town, Adam uh, Townsend. Uh, we had him on the oh, show. Oh yeah, we had a. Oh yeah, we had a. We had a war back in 2014. You guys are both from Tennessee. Was this like a, for like bragging rights, in Tennessee? Oh yeah, we can have bad blood. He beat one of my homies. He beat my teammate, and I mean, I didn't like it. <laughs> and then uh, hold on one second. My drug, man. drug deal. I, I like this dude. <laughs> this guy's hilarious, right? Why is this guy not in the UFC? You tell me you wouldn't watch this guy? 
I, I absolutely watch this guy. This guy's got the hype factor. He got the hype factor, right? Which, you know, is my a big bad, part My of bad, I'm bad. Oh, it's all good. So what happened with you and Adam Townsend? Oh, man, I, uh, you know, we came in. It was a uh, shit. We was talking so much shit back and forth. I was like, shit, let's do a winner's take off. So, man, uh, he didn't get paid not one time. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I came into his city. I mean... Looking back on it, yeah, that was a good fight for. We went five rounds. That's the first time we went five rounds, and uh, hey, five. I don't care what you say. Five rounds is tough, no matter who you are. And uh, man, that was probably one of. If you watch that fight, it's worth watching a hundred times, two hundred times. I mean, we keep in contact after you fight a man for that long. You kind of know him well, and uh, I'm proud of him. Man, he's doing his thing right now. He's uh, of course he's at uh, Walter right now, so. Makes it a whole lot easier to be friends with people that's not in your division. Has anybody in the UFC contacted you? Well, no. I mean, uh, I got a couple homies in the UFC, and they like their deal. But I mean, I like my deal a little bit better. With M1 Global, they signed a contract with the UFC, so I got to defend my belt twice. I got an automatic optional contract with the UFC, and I can fight duels. So I can fight in the UFC and... M1 Global, so I won't even be locked down with the UFC at all. Wow, I didn't know that. You know that, Eve? No. Yeah, that's pretty cool, ain't it? That's like, and that just happened after I signed with him, so I feel like everything's coming into uh, into tuition and everything's happening like Destiny was planned it. I like it. So, okay, so where can I watch this fight on December 15th? Oh, man, you download that M1 Global app right now on your, on your smartphone. You know everybody got a nice smartphone. Just go download it. You go plug it into the TV, computer, whatever you need to do. And, uh, hey, there ain't no good movies out really worth watching. There ain't no really good spots to go eat. If you want to have a good time, watch me next to train, hold it down, go to battle. And uh, it's going to be fantastic. If they got 100,000 chairs in the, in the venue, they ain't going to need one. I love it. I love it. Well, good luck, Nate the Train. Uh, good luck with everything, man. Hey, man, appreciate y'all having me. Anytime y'all need me, just hit me up. I'm ready to come back home. Absolutely. Yeah, man. You're the best. Take care, Nate. Yeah, man. Have fun All on right. that run. Uh, stay right. black. That was, <laughs> that was Nate the Train. <laughs> My babies are crying. Uh, he's so he's. I was. So, I was like. Honestly, oh. I, I I thought he was. I thought he was a brother. Yeah, um, dude, when he was talking, he's black. He thinks he's a brother in a good way. I mean, clearly well, that's just, just the accent. Just the accent. You didn't hear him talking. Just, no, just I, literally, I just his accent. <laughs> but I mean, hey, that, I, it didn't feel like it was just a genuine. I mean, some guys are. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's their culture, and that's what you know. That's what happens. He's it's like, like a, um, Tennessee Mike Perry. Yeah, he kind I mean, of is that, right? Yeah. Yeah, except he wins. Uh, I'm just kidding. Mike Perry, uh, Mike Perry's a tough dude. We're going to talk to a guy who fought Mike, Mike Perry right now. If he answers the phone, uh, Ponzanibio. Santiago Ponzanibio. Ponzanibio. Uh, this dude is... He's got the funnest last name in all of MMA. You think so? Oh, yeah. Ponzanibio? You think he's the best of all of MMA? It's the most fun to say. Uh, hmm. But you're saying it wrong. Ponzanibio. You know, it's Ponzanibio. There's not two Bs. Ponzanibio. Hello, is this Santiago Ponzanibio? Hello. Hey, how's it going? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter, here with Eve Edwards, uh, the Greg Wilson, or Greg Romero Wilson, as well as Ween Dog. How are you, man? Hey, hello, man. Everything good. Everything is good. How you doing, man? You're uh, you're you're killing the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah. Nice. Hi back, hi back, hi back. Good day to be back. 
Uh, you're doing great, man. I actually, I was looking you up. So you were born to Italian parents, but you were born in Argentina. Yes, I, I born in Argentina, lived in Argentina for 20, 20 years. Yeah. And after that, I moved to Brazil, but I, I, I born in Argentina, yes. Right, but, but, but your parents were Italian. Italian? Yeah. 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 My now, grandfather, yeah. Okay, got it. Now, was it, now, was it hard uh, to uh, assimilate over there, or did they accept you right away? Yes, I think... Uh, Few days after, after the fight, for have amnesia, you know, a lot of media, I'm back. I moved to, I go to LA for broadcasting the fight. The last weekend, I I I, I have the broadcasting in Spanish for you to see. Right. Uh, uh, and now it's in the home. Yesterday it's coming to to Miami. Got it, got it. No, I was I was reading about you, man. You have some. You have an amazing story. Uh, I read that you did kickboxing when you were thirteen. You wanted to learn MMA, but there was no MMA in Argentina, so you went to Brazil and lived on a tent for five months. Wow! By yourself. That's commitment. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little crazy, man. When I stay in Argentina, I have a few fights. They kickboxing and. I start to train in Balitudo. In this time, I have a, a few fights in Balitudo in Argentina. Uh, and I like to start, you know, I stay better, they take more information, but I don't have money, I don't have contact, I don't have nothing. Um, one, one friend pays the, the bus for go to Brazil. I go to Brazil and I stay in the camping for five months and I'm looking for for the guy who have the shirt that you see to ask him where the place works. It's crazy, you know, but uh, this this started everything. Yeah, that's amazing. Now, now, but like, where did you shower? Like, uh, did you live by yourself in the tent? Were there other people in the tents with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, with myself in the tent. Uh, I stand the camping, have have place for taking some shower, everything. Uh, after that, they moved to the different pension. It's a different house. It's a rental room, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need I need work a lot when I moved to Brazil. Different, different work. I, I need work a lot and go training a little bit, you know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, easy. No, man, that's a, that's amazing. It shows you how far you've come. I, I have so much respect for you. Uh, were there any hot Brazilian women on the beach, at least, that like kept you company in the in the, in the tents? <laughs> what? <laughs> were, were, were there any like any pretty women on the beach in Brazil that at least hung out with you in like the tents at all? No, no, none. Oh, I was gonna say that maybe could make it easier, uh, but that's. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's hard, man. Uh, I mean, do you think back sometimes where you're like, is that what makes you so tough? All the things that you had to kind of overcome? Well, sorry, repeat, no, that's uh, is, that, is that what makes you so tough? Like, do you think back at all the struggles you had to kind of make it to where you are? Uh Sorry, no, 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 understand. understand. No, it's okay. It's, it's, no, it's all good. Now, um, now, when you got on the Ultimate Fighter, you got on the Ultimate Fighter Brazil. 
Uh, and then you would have made it to the to the to the finals, but you broke your hand, right? Punching uh, yeah, the arm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, you I broke my arm. Yes, yeah, yeah. so you were punching Tiago Santos in the face and then broke your hand. Yes, but in the real, I broke my arm, not my hand, my arm, my radio. Oh, your arm. The radio broke, yes, yeah, shit, it's terrible. But the hand, I think, is it's not, 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 too, not too hard, you know, but the radio, the arm, wow, man, it's, no, it's really... It's big injury. I continue the fight. I, I, I broke it in two minutes the first round. I continue the fight. And when finish the fight, three three rounds with Leonardo Santos. This tough guy, man. This uh, him is beat uh, GSP in Abu Dhabi in 30 seconds. Him is tough. Leonardo Santos is, is never losing UFC. You know, he's a good guy. He's good opponent. And I broke the arm in two minutes. The first round, I continue the fight. Uh, I finished the fight. I won him. I won the decision. But I broke my radio in ten parts. I have multiple the the multiple the fractures in the radio. And yeah, it's crazy. But you know, it's good. I have four fights in the top. I won the all the all fight. I have two knockouts, two good fights. I won. You know. Uh, I, I have the bonus, the best fight of the temporary. I bonus the best knockout of the temporary. And uh, um, I won my contract for UFC. It's good, man. It's good. It's good. And when I go to the top, the people don't like. You no, know, for I, I'm from Argentina. It's big rivalry because the the soccer. And when I start, when I start the reality show, the people don't like me. But when the reality show finish, I do the best fight the whole TV show. And I, you know, I easy guy. You know, always I am take it easy. You know, always smile. And my my fight is the best fight the whole TV show. And when I out the TV show, the reality show, the people love me in Brazil. The people put me the nickname Chenchiboa. It's a good guy. This in Portuguese. Oh, okay. Chenchiboa. And it's good, good experience. You know, it's a good experience. Right. Now with the in Brazil, the people love me. You know, it's. Uh, I have a lot of a lot of fans in Brazil, and, and it's good, man. It's good. It's good. Absolutely. Well, in Argentina, you're like a, a god over there. I watched the UFC from there. I mean, they 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 went crazy when you fought. They were going nuts. Yeah, man, it's amazing energy. You know, I back to my home, my country, my people, and when I start. Nobody knows where is the UFC, but now all people know, man. Now it's, the sport get up a lot, but a lot. All people in the street recognize me, you know. All people know uh, who I am or, 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 or understand for the sport. It's, it's amazing. It's beautiful, man. And it's a really good energy all week, the fight week and the fight after fights. Really good experiment. It's really good. Now, it seemed like Neil Magny in the last fight was a little scared of you. Like, you hit him once, and then he was like, fuck, I do not want to get hit again. Uh, and it just seemed like a matter of time before you take him out. Did you kind of sense that he was a little bit... And did you think that his corner should have stopped it earlier? Uh, uh, I, I think Neil Magny is a tough, tough fighter. You know, he beats 
a lot of guys. Big names. Hector Lombard. Beat, and, yeah, yeah. Hector Lombard is a tough guy. He knocked out Hector Lombard. He beat uh, Kevin Gastelum. Yeah. He beat uh, really good guys, you know. Him is tough, but I have a really good strategy. Uh, uh, you know, I put a good strategy. I put a lot of pressure, and uh, he can't he can't work. You know, I he can't work. But if I give a little bit chance, if he works, maybe he finish me. For him, it's tough. You right. know, I know that. Yeah. And this the idea, the my strategy. You know, I I blocked him. You know, I put a lot of pressure, and uh, you know, I know I I need to be careful for this guy. Uh, and it's a really good performance, you know. I, I think I have a really good performance for he can. You did great. Have nothing, and yeah, yeah, it's good victory for sure. You know? I am happy. Now, who do you want to fight next? Ah man, for me, Tyron Good, man, I'm ready. I am the next champion. I am ready, but I, I you know, the rank is not make any sense, man. I I beat in July the last year. A good Nelson in 82 seconds, a beautiful knockout. After that, I beat a Mike Perry. He coming well in this time. I, I stopped him. He is the number 10 in the ranking. I deserve minimum number 7, number 6. Now I knock out one more time. I knock out the number 8 in the world, you know. I, I don't understand, you know. I stay number 7 in the ranking, but I think I deserve to stay in the, in the top guy, you know. I have 15 fight for Sufa. I won 13 fights. I have seven victories in a row. I knock out four guys. Never, never, no, never stop at this guy. You know, um, you know. I don't know. I am ready for everybody in this division. You know, I am. I am ready, man. I am exciting fighter. All my fights is exciting fight. Uh, the people like me see fight. You know, I. I am ready. I like the fight. If not, I goodly. Kamaru Usman is a good fight. You know, for. He is coming well, but you know, I know, I know, I am better. I know, I, I, I can knock out him. You know, this is a good fight too, man. But I would know, love to see that fight. When you stay in the rankings, a shit, man. For a, a lot of people, uh, no, I don't fight. No, I don't fight with him. No, I don't fight, man. This sucks, man. Always, I say yes for UFC. Always, always. Now, who do you I think? Never say no. Who do you think I wins? Never, always. Who do you think wins? Pons, uh, Woodley or, or Colby Covington? Who? Who do you think wins that fight? Tyron? Win the fight. Yeah. This fight happen or it's not happen? This fight is... Well, I mean, let's say it does happen. Who, who, who do you think wins? I think I think it's, this fight is not happens. But <laughs> it's, it's, this fight happens now. I think, man, it's, it's maybe a little bit more, more chance. Tyron, Tyron is, you know... Good fire, but Colby's good fire too, man. Have a really good condition, good rest, man. Maybe I think that this fight, I don't have the power for knockout him, but if the time pass in this fight, it's better for Colby, you know, for Tyler more retired and Colby better condition and good rest. But you know, it's high level. You know. Now, but isn't isn't Colby your your <laughs> but isn't Colby your teammate? Yeah, yeah, he trained in ATT, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so do you do you guys train together? No, 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 no. But I trained for a few years before, yes. But no, now, no. For who, who, no. who, who, uh, who would win? You or him in training? What? Who won? You or him in training? 
Come on, man. It's, it's training, it's training, it's training. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, so it doesn't matter. If, if you won, it doesn't matter. If he wins, it doesn't matter. But, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. I, I would love to. All right. So Usman. Usman's the guy you want. You want to fight Usman next? Who? You. You want to fight, fight? You. You want to fight Usman next, right? Kamaru Usman? I'm ready, man. I'm ready for everybody in this division, man. I don't care, man. If Usman accepts the fight, it's a good fight. I, I accept. I don't, I, don't, I don't have problem, man. I, I accept every fight. RDA is a good fight, too. You know, all, all guys, you know. I, I don't care, man. Now, would Always you, I say yes for UFC. Now, would you fight Woodley and Colby at the same time? What? Okay, let's say the both of those guys wanted to fight you at the same time. You versus Woodley and Colby. Who who do you think wins? Against you. Colby and Woodley against you. Two on one. No, it's a stupid. It, was, it, it was doesn't a, make any it. It was sense. a pretty stupid question. I'm just saying that you seem like you're ready to fight anybody anytime. And I I love that about you. And it's bullshit that these guys are ducking you. Right? Totally. Right, Joe? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Totally. Yes. 100%. Well, listen, Ponzinibbio, uh, so what do you got planned this weekend? Any, anything coming up? Yeah. The, the, the fight that last weekend. Yeah, yeah. Who do, you, who, do you, who do you think wins this weekend? Uh, this week, you think uh, Brian Ortega or um, Max Holloway? Or Max Holloway? Uh, I think it's. Holloway is a makeup away. I think he's he can walk. Holloway? Yep, Holloway. He likes Holloway. Yep. By the way, we got Eve Edwards here as well. He's a guy you trained with him, right? With Ponzinibbio. Eve is here as well. Uh, so he's saying that no one, nobody wants to fight him. It's bullshit. Yeah, I wouldn't want to fight him either. You wouldn't want to fight him either? No. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Eve Edwards says he, he doesn't want to fight you. There's another guy fucking running away from you. <laughs> this, is, this is bullshit. Well, listen, Ponzinibbio, thank you for coming on the show, man. No, it's okay, man. Sorry for my English. I no, dude, your English is I don't fine. Understand very no, well, you know, but you, you're, better, you're better off not understanding anything I say anyway, honestly. But, uh, but listen, you're, you're a champ. You came from nothing. You came from a guy living in the, on the tents in, in Brazil, and now you're ranked number five in the world, and you're going to be champion one day. I believe it. So nothing but respect for you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. appreciate it. Good. Thank you. The good energy. Anytime, man. Anytime. Take care, brother. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, you know, it's nice to know if we ever lose Hector Lombard. <laughs> we've got a backup. <laughs> what do you mean? That's just hard. You know, the, hey, I put him in the gate. I want to fight everyone. Hey. <laughs> I, I like this guy. I like them both. I, I wouldn't want to fight that guy. Fuck. Yeah. Did you? Did you, he says that I asked him who won, him or Colby, in like inspiring. He said it was just it was just training. He he didn't, he didn't really want to answer Eve. By the way, so my my baby was crying in the crib, and uh, Eve came and rescued my baby, uh, who is now she's 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 good now. She need a bottle. She was, she was no, hungry. She needed a change. She need a change. Okay. Uh -oh. All right. Uh, 
All right, thank you, Alexa. What I, I, the I hell? I appreciate it. Alexa. The government is listening, dude. That thing. dude. I don't like that stuff at all. All this listening technology, I'm not down with any of it, dude. Uh, They've already had instances where they're like, totally, like she's going to just talk to machines and they're going to talk right back. But I mean, you know, they've already run into cases where they're trying to like, hey, Alexa had to have been listening when these people were plotting this murder and they, you know, convicted people based on them listening to their conversation. And nobody even said Alexa. Hold on. So, so tell me this. What? Tell me why this is the case. Edward Snowden told us what, what the government was doing and they were listening to our phone calls yeah. and all these different things. That made him a criminal. He told us the government was doing something wrong and that made him a criminal. Is that right. weird? Yeah. Who's that? Who's that? Edward Snowden. Snowden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, listen. I thought we had whistleblower laws that were supposed to protect him, but I guess you can't whistleblow against the government. I didn't want him getting mad at me, Ponsonibio. I thought I felt like he was getting mad at me for a little bit during that. Oh, I think he was a little frustrated. Uh, well, and the other thing is you also weren't adjusting the uh, your diction to accommodate someone who's translating while they hear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just kept, like, spe- spitting stuff out. Who did it? You know, they get each other at the same time. Oh, thanks and for helping me out, dude. And he's what am I supposed to do? Interrupt and be like, hey, man, slow the fuck down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, what's yeah. his na- uh, native language? Is it Italian? Spanish? Uh, well, I could have translated the entire time. Well, why didn't you? Fucking God. So my Spanish you is terrible. I thought it was Italian. And you're saying your Spanish is terrible? All right, I'm going to call. All right, all right, all right. so you, you talk to Juan Archuleta. All right, I'm going to go change the baby. All right, so you just talking to Juan. All right. <laughs> There's no stops allowed when recording an episode of MMA Roasted. It is full go, no stops, babies, di- no difference. No we change. Just, we No pausing. Straight through. This is we're, a bumps and all. We're all in. We are. This is a warts and all podcast. All right, couldn't get to the phone right now. Leave a message if I need to call back. Thanks. Bye. So we can't get Juan Archuleta on. We're going to call him again. We're going to ring again on the. By the way, Greg, do you know your uh, commercial plays like 10 times during the UFC fights? Oh, yeah. That's crazy. I saw dude. that. I saw the commercial with the, 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 the Geico yeah. with, with Flo. Yeah, Progressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah progressive. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, wait, I know that guy. Yeah, man. He's famous. Dude, it's so much fun to watch that commercial. I, I always pause and roll it back, watch it again. Like, it never gets old. It's so cool. Because I've done so much work, but this is like one of the first things I've done in so long that everybody sees. You know? Yep. Like, the last thing I did with this kind of visibility was VH1 shows in the early 2000s. Those residual checks must be nice. They're nice. They're very nice. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. It's a good Christmas. I'm going to go outside and look and see that that, that brand new BMW. <laughs> I'm still driving the old BMW. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't bought anything big yet. But I bought a bunch of little things. Okay, okay. Well. Uh, I don't know. It's a password. Uh-oh. But it's crazy because Flo from Progressive, I don't even know her real name, but hey, she yo, has like... So here's what you do. If you don't know the password... Call Juan Archuleta. Do you oh. mean one of these? No, it's not. He doesn't have them in there, is that? No, but Flo has like four other commercials playing simultaneously oh, yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, she's making four times the money as this oh, guy. Yeah. More than four times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're talking like 10, 20 times. Because like there's a yearly contract, I would imagine. Right. And, you know, for someone like her, and I asked her this on set, I was like, do you even know how many commercials you've done for them? At this point, because she's been doing this for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, but I think it's between three and 400. 
And this thing, when they make these commercials, you know, they're kind of evergreen. I mean, they can plug them. So they kind of reactivate commercials every year. They'll bring back some of their favorites that they feel like are right for now. And mm-hmm. like they brought back the one where she plays her own sister, you know, who's that commercial. And it also demonstrates what a real talent mm-hmm. she is when she plays the other family members and stuff. And we even, I asked her about that. I was like, were those your favorite? She goes, well, it was just amazing that they really let me, you know, play all these different roles and do so much with it, you know? I mean, yes. she must be filming every single week, dude. No, it. no, it's kind of this thing. I think she told me they do it like three times a year. What? Yeah, that's like it? They, that's it. They get together three times a year and they shoot like a whole run of commercials. So I think they shoot like between And the rest and of the year she's on the beach. Chilling, you know? yeah, yeah. The rest of the year she can absolutely raking in. I understand she still uh, she still performs down at Groundlings on Saturday nights. Oh, she's a comedian. Yeah, she's a sketch comedian. Oh, snap. Yeah. Okay. So if you wanted to actually see her, she's usually at uh, at the Groundlings. Yeah, you really creeps. Yeah. Good. And for she's her, been man. on other TV shows. She had this running uh, character on that show. You're the worst, and. She just pops up here and there. I mean, she's done a lot of other work. She's a very, very talented actress. Well, what do you guys think about John Jones versus Gustafsson 2? Whew, that's a this question mark because, like, cause Gustafson closed the gap, or has everybody closed the gap on John Jones? And mm-hmm. Gustafson was the closest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jones I thought he won that fight. Yeah, I don't remember. Details. I just watched it again on Fight Pass because I barely remember it. And yeah, dude, he won. I mean, Gustafson. I think he won the first three rounds. Oh no! Sometimes you're a hater. Who me? Yeah. I am a hater. <laughs> I am a hater, dude. Look at my freaking outfit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I had Gus winning that fight. It's not. It's not like he dominated the entire fight. He could. I can see the. You know. I don't know, but I'm excited. Look at a backpedal. Look how you backpedal. Do you think it was more like John Jones' Jones brand was more important? What was that? Do you think it was like the John Jones brand was more important? Uh, For the UFC, I don't, I don't, I mean, yeah, just because of his pedigree at that point and look at his pedigree now. But I mean, this is going to be a crazy fight because how many people that John Jones has fought are the same size as him or maybe even bigger? Right, long and, yeah, and yeah has that kind of range for the weight. Yeah, so yeah. I'm and excited. that's always been his advantage, mm-hmm. is his ability, that reach, Yeah, you know, versus guys that tend to be a lot shorter than him in the same weight class. And shoving his always, fingers in people's eyeballs. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. He did have a real <laughs> tendency to do it. We were debating, and... Um, I mean, it's really? tough to say. It'd be nice if, if 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 he's still at that same level. Well, but that's the thing. We don't know. He's been gone. Who who who's coming like, into that he's ring? He's never even rocked. Yeah, but do you remember when he came back against OSP? He didn't look the same. He didn't look the same. Yeah, but he's had two fights since then against Cormier, which he. Yeah, but he's been out for as, just as long, pretty much. Right, that 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 whole thing. I ring rust doesn't apply to everybody, but I feel like that that got, that OSP thing. Maybe he says that it applies to John Jones. I like that he's being honest now, though. That he, that he told uh, Ariel, like, yeah, I still smoke pot. I'm still drinking. I'm not ready to quit that. But I'm not ready to be sober. You know? Um, I'm just going to quit the hard drugs, the white stuff. Yeah. 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 I guess. I guess. Did he say that? I don't know. I didn't listen I, to I doubt that's the case, too, because we all know, like, marijuana takes three months to get out of your system. Cocaine takes three days. You know, if you're an athlete and you're between fights, three cocaine, days? yeah. Really? Cocaine is a much safer choice than marijuana. Three days, guys, listen. Yeah. Unless they do a hair test. Your hair apparently keeps drugs like from three years ago. Sure. So, or even longer. So, uh, so that they take a hair sample and, and they're, they're going to know what you've been doing for, for sure. 
But yeah, blood tests, like usually cocaine's in and out in three days. I had a friend have to do one of those tests one time. Um, it was for weed. That's what he was concerned about, but he yeah. shaved everything. Hello, this is Juan Archuleta. Uh, yes, it is. Hey, how, how's it going? You are, you are the father. He, yeah, yeah, I was, I was okay. just going to say, he was way we were calling for like, child support. Sounds like a Maury. Uh, Juan, how are you, man? Good. How you doing, Adam? Good. Congrats on your on your recent win, man. You look great. Was that guy, though, um, was he tougher than you thought, you thought he was going to be? Oh yeah, he was he was he was tough, man. That guy took an ass whooping and kept coming. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that um that you wrestled for uh, Purdue. Yeah. So you must have been pretty accomplished. And then yeah. I actually actually read that Dan Henderson's father was your wrestling coach growing up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coach Bill, Dan, and then my dad and uh, Sam Calavita were all my wrestling coaches. Out of Victorville. So, how how long have you been in this MMA game? Now that now that you know you started out with wrestling, how long have you been in MMA as far as training it and and wanting to be fight at this level? I'm sorry, say that again. When was it that you decided? Well, basically, what I want to know is when was it that you decided? Yeah, MMA is the way I want to go because 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 my wrestling and and I'm lo- I'm liking this stuff. Yeah, yeah, with wrestling. When when did you oh, yeah. decide you wanted you chose you were going to choose MMA? After I got done wrestling uh, out of Purdue, because it was like, uh, you know, I still wanted to keep competing and still, uh, you know, do something, but wrestling wasn't going to get me paid, so moved into MMA. Okay, Juan, I was there at your fight. Um, I was there at your fight. I was there at your post-fight interview. I, I, man, twenty and one. Right, and you go out and you perform like you did on Friday night. You look really, really good. And you said that you want, you want to, you want to win a belt in this weight class. You want to go back down to one thirty-five too. Yeah, that's the plan. This uh, next fight, looking to go down to one thirty-five and uh, compete down there as well. So you want, you want to take thirty-five and forty-five pound belts in Bellator. Yeah, shoot, and possibly fifty-five, depending on how the cards work out. Nice, nice. No, no, I was, I was super, super impressed. I didn't realize. Uh, also, you're a pretty accomplished actor. Oh yeah, well, on the show Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, Joe Stevenson and I. Well, mainly Joe Stevenson was the MMA consultant for the show Kingdom, and brought me along the first season. And um, I was an extra at first, and then uh, the writer wrote me in, and I, I was. I was a character in the show Kingdom with Nick Jonas, Frank Gorilla, Matt Lauria, and Jonathan Tucker, and Matt Garbrandt. Do you and uh, you and the Jonas? Did you, you guys get, get close? Were you like part of his like entourage and like, like real life? Oh, with Nick? Yeah. Yeah, I went to a couple of his concerts with him, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. What's that like? Is there just like screaming chicks everywhere? Oh, everywhere. Yeah, there. Uh, screaming dude, screaming shit. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't yeah, like but, indulge uh, in any of yeah, that. Like, he's fun, gotta... he, he puts on a great performance, and uh, he's a great dude. Got to hang out with him afterwards, party with him after after, after his after parties, and hang out and uh, have a few drinks and uh, smoke uh, cigars with him. It was cool. He's a cool dude. How was his uh, <laughs> MMA skills? Do you think he has any legit MMA skills? What's that? You think he could actually compete in mixed martial arts? How was his MMA skills? Yeah, he 
he was uh he was very competitive actually picking up stuff really fast quick learner uh very athletic and uh super sharp you know uh, uh kind of uh, he's a, he was a real good visual learner had to see it done then he could just do it right away like uh jumping guillotine ch- um, flying flying triangles and all that just jumping right into it right away it was pretty wow, cool that's to see. pretty cool now uh, how, what's it like being part of like TJ Dillashaw's super team I feel like he kind of put you and Cub and a bunch of just maniacs together. I mean, how did it was like training with like the champion of the UFC every day? Jeez, man, it's it's priceless. You know, I I grew up, um, you know, with wrestling and uh, wrestling brings a lot of the fighters together. You know, and as far as training goes, when you have two wrestlers training with each other, they know like the limits. You know, they know that. One guy's not not just being a dickhead, but being a good partner. Like if he's making you fight for a position, he's just giving you real looks. So being able to train with people like that is priceless. And once I started training with them, um, he's seen the cardio output that I did that, you know, just made a good training partner for him and uh, asked where I trained at or who I trained with. And I told him and then uh, I introduced him to Sam Calavita and he wanted to move out to California. And we just basically uh, on the first Cody fight, um, uh, we, I had a sponsor that had a gym and we pretty much just opened camp and uh, opened camp at the, at the, at the building that he had. And we, it started from there and now it's growing to what it is now. How is he going to make 125? The guy has like a 14 pack at 135. How is it <laughs> like serious? Thanks to our, uh, yeah, Sam Calavita. He's down here at Girl Belinda. He, he was, uh, I mean, he wrestled at Victorville, uh, high school back with Dan Henderson. And, um, he was, uh, you know, he, he was my dad, a uh, good friend of my dad. So I grew up with him my whole life, but now he, um, he started doing, he was one of the actually world's strongest man at one point and, um, uh, time in his life. So a big, uh, power lifter. And then, uh, he, he, did a whole complete 180 and started doing Ironman and triathlons and um, uh, just learned how to body hack the body pretty much and get uh, peak performance out of us the right way without having to take any uh, performing enhancing drugs. And uh, so, you know, clean diet, he goes into and does all the research and, you know, uh, he's a mathematician, so he works with numbers and he's able to calculate everything down to a T and just get us on weight. And, uh, so for us, uh, he, it's all mapped out through him and he's going to pretty much lay it out for, for him to get down to 25. Now your, your record is 20 and one. Uh, I thought that you were 21 and one, now. 21 and yeah, one. Sorry. But sorry. Yeah. So I thought that you were <laughs> yeah, the no best worries. kept secret in MMA for a while. And was it frustrating for you? To be like, okay, I'm I'm ten and one, I'm fifty one. To not get the accolades that you deserve. No, man, because like it seems like um, nowadays, like the the MMA, um, you know, I'm more of the old school. I like you know, especially with who I'm with, Joe Daddy Stevenson, Tiki Gosen, Paul Herrera, you know, TJ Dwayne. They're all old timers. They're all old school of the sport. So for me, I respect the sport. I respect the come up, the build up to it. That's what MMA, that's the true MMA nature of it. And that's why I have such good respect from high level athletes and, and um, uh, professional fighters is because I don't ask for anything I, I don't deserve. Shoot, I don't, I don't even ask. I just work my ass off. And if it comes, it comes, you know, and all these other new school guys just run their mouth and try to use their mouth to get them the limelight. And me, I just let my hard work through the talking, my fighting do the talking now, and it's more respectable you know i don't have to go out there and say well 
how come I'm not getting this or that, you know? Um, cause when I do get it, it's cause I deserve it. You know, it's not because I talk my way into it. It's what's deserved to me through hard work and what I've done and, you know, the lead up to it. I feel the same way when it comes to comedy. Me, you, Greg. That's right. Uh, Just gonna earn it. 1000%. Now, Darian Caldwell is going to Japan fighting in Ryzen, right? New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, against, uh, who's he fighting in Ryzen? Horaguchi. Yeah. Horaguchi, yeah. who, who's looked amazing yeah. uh, since testing stopped. Um, but, uh, no, I'm not going to. Oh, Horaguchi. <laughs> He's trying to mess with me. But, no, it does seem like, um, but now, so but Caldwell, I think Caldwell's going to beat Horaguchi. What do, what do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, he's a super talented guy too. I mean, uh, he he's a stud. He's a he's an athlete and uh, shit, man. He's a he's he's a D one cal or D divisional division one champion for NCAA champion for a reason, you know. And uh, he's definitely I, I see him walking through Orange G. Honestly, um, I think his biggest uh, competition is the weight cut. But if he makes the weight, he's he recovers. He's gonna go through and march Horiguchi down. And you know, I know it's gonna be different fighting in a ring, and the rules are gonna be a little set different. But I see him just uh, uh, dismantling Horiguchi. That's what I wanted to ask you, Juan. Have you ever fought in a ring? Have you ever fought with with the Japanese MMA rules? Yeah, I, I uh, fought in a ring, but it was sealed off with a cage. And when I was in Lithuania. But with pride rules, uh, we switched the rules from American uh, um, uh, ABC rules to uh, pride rules, and um, it was actually awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun, right? We, they actually added elbows as well. They have, they kept oh, the elbows, but they added soccer kicks, knees to a down opponent, and, and and you know everything that comes with pride. That's just crazy. And, and ABC rules. How did you do in the California states as well as uh, and nationals uh, in, uh, in college? So in high school, I was a two-time state placer. My senior year, I tore my shoulder. Um, my junior year, I, it was the first year they had junior nationals for high school. It used to only be just senior nationals. And then uh, they did junior nationals, and I placed uh, All-American there. My first, uh, the, my junior year was an All-American, and then, my senior year, I was out, and then my uh, then I went to Sac City for a year. Uh, my only loss being to uh, Chad Mendez. And, oh, actually, I lost to another guy, but Russell Chad Mendez. The year he was in the NCAA finals, lost to him seven to six, and then uh, transferred to Purdue. Uh, and I only qualified for NCAA's uh, my junior year. My senior year, I was ranked top five and didn't make grades. And so I got a, I, I, I uh, wasn't eligible second semester, unfortunately. Uh, no, but, I, but I feel like, yeah, sucks. I feel like you're, um, pe- people don't realize how good of a wrestler you are because I it just, it seems like your wrestling gets overlooked a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is, you know, but like I said, there. I'm the type of fighter that the, the when the promoter is mad at someone, they're going to match up against me to, for me to beat the hell out of them. Nice. Nice. Now, is, is Cub Swanson fighting Aldo? That's that's what they're trying to schedule right now. I know right now Cubs, um, unfortunately, his whole family is sick, and so is he. So I think his priority right now is to make sure his kids and his daughter uh, and his wife get better. Um, so we have um, he's been training here and there, but most importantly, he's making sure that his kids, uh, because they're premature, um, that they they battle through this uh, sickness that they have and they get better. 
Absolutely. Ween, Ween Dog, any questions for the great Juan Archuleta? <clears throat> uh, hey, Juan Archuleta, it's me, Ween Dog. Um, so up, what, is, uh, what is your go-to move to seduce a woman? You know, I'm young, I'm handsome, I just need all these uh, tips, dude. What, what's my go-to move? Yeah, to like seduce a woman. Do you just tell me like an MMA fighter, you take off your shirt, show them the 10-pack, what do you do? Oh, on the streets? If I'm on the streets and someone wants to fight? No, no, like a woman, like to seduce her, to like make love with her and bang. Oh, a woman. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. Like my wife? Yeah, like sure. My wife uh, is sitting there and I need to, and I'm trying to get some action. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll probably like, you know, for a little bit and, you know, soccer in the, in, in the butt and just, <laughs> yeah. and then the next thing, uh, you know, she knows it's on. <laughs> there you go. It's a little different when you're married. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Reebok, for the uh, amazing questions. Listen, Juan Archuleta, uh, I look forward to keep watching. Keep it up, man. 21 and 1, dude. I'm an honor, honor that you came on the podcast. Thank you, Juan. Yeah, man. No, yeah. I think, uh, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, hopefully doing a turnaround and be fighting on January 26th. That's the goal. Wow, that's fast. Who do you want to fight that day? Um, we're working on it right now. Hopefully, the I think the biggest name out there right now, 435, is a guy who beat Gallagher, um, Bendejas. But oh. we're working right now and trying to find a, a, a guy with a big name, or if that's him, uh, that they give us, and we're going we're gonna to smash whoever's in front of us. Wow. Hey, what do you think about Aaron Pico and fighting him? Um, I just got done fighting him right now and sparring. <laughs> he's, okay. He's a, he's, he's a stud. So we, we train together. Um, you know, so I don't, I don't see us, um, you know, competing against each Word. other in, in real life. Pico but, got uh, a big fight coming uh, up against Henry Corrales. They're putting him up against the Wolves, man. Corrales is no joke. Yeah, him and Henry's gonna be, him and Henry's gonna be a good fight. Yeah. yeah. Tell Aaron I said hello, man. I didn't know you guys were training together. Now, Aaron just seems like he's like a, yeah. he's like an alien. Like he's like the sweetest, nicest guy, who's also a murderer. Uh, you think maybe? Like, yeah. Right? Am I right on that one? Yeah, he's he's a super nice guy, but we'll also take your head off. Wow, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, thanks, Juan. Uh, take care and have a good rest of the week. All right, thanks, Adam. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Take care, brother. Nice. All right, that was Juan Archuleta. This has given... Uh, i got to figure out this baby podcast thing uh, because... I love her so much, but I, what do you think? Getting a sitter probably. I, I absolutely you have to. You have to. Yeah. yeah. Because this, money. I mean, we're gonna, they're definitely gonna get some comments. <laughs> <laughs> you can get, you can get that, that, that Uber sitter yeah, yeah, to Urban sponsor, sitter. Urban sitter to sponsor the podcast yeah. for yeah. that two hours yeah. and yeah, just talk about it. how, how we can't hear her because so the Urban Sitter is there. You a babysitter for two hours. Is that okay? Is that okay? No, I have stuff to say. Nobody let me talk. <laughs> yes. oh, how's it going? By the way, uh, uh yeah she's she's funny she's 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 funny all right so listen what do you got coming up Greg? the baby the baby's funny yeah she's pretty funny nice. she's got jokes yeah yeah Greg, what do you got coming uh up? let's see next week december 12th through 16th i'll be at the la comedy club at the stratosphere in las vegas and then 21 through 23 i'll be at the comic strip in el paso then the 28th i'll be back for the dirty at 12 30 at the south point casino in las vegas and then Dece uh january uh, december 31st new year's eve I'll be at uh, uh, some theater in Seattle. Okay. I forgot the name of it. And Eve, what do you got coming up? We have the PFL Finals on New Year's Eve. That's in at Madison Square Garden. That's going to be awesome. NBCSN. Um, NBCSN. We start at 7 p.m. 
Eastern time. So you guys check us out, and uh, man, the, Adam and I will the, probably be set the DVI. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. We're giving away six, we're giving away a million dollars to six guys. So that's a huge thing in mixed martial arts. I'm going home to the Bahamas for Christmas. It's going to be awesome. Junk Junk I haven't been there since I was eighteen. So that's going to be a fun oh, fun wow, time. That's going to be great. Um, and then I'm coming back to LA to to. Do the interim stuff between the next season of the PFL. Do some more acting. So any of you Hollywood producers out there who want a good-looking, sexy, middle-aged granddad, you know, um, know I'm your I guy. Know. I'm your guy. And Wean Dog, what do you got coming up? Yeah, go, uh, go to Wean Dog on uh, Instagram. Look at my tour uh, schedule. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? In, in Seattle, it's going to be the Admiral Theater in Bremerton. Wait, wait you're touring? I mean, I'm planning to tour in... Uh, do a live podcast, Wean Dog Radio slash Paranormal Hour slash the No Big Deal podcast. Okay, it's all the same podcast. It's all the same podcast. It's just it's a revolving door of names. All right. Uh, next Friday, I will be at the Whiskey Bar in Milwaukee. The night before the UFC in Milwaukee, I will be there doing comedy at the Whiskey Bar. And then on uh, New Year's, uh, December twenty fifth to the thirtieth, at the Stratosphere. And then the third week of July, I'm in Harvey's in Portland, Portland, Oregon. Uh, so this is the third week of July. Of January, of January. Okay, that makes sense. I said July, sense. but I'm in January. If you buy things on uh, Amazon, go to AdamHunter.com first. Then buy whatever you want on Amazon. Got my new CD out, Adam Hunter, still broke. Uh, name of my CD. It's on. Uh, you can see, hear it on Spotify. You can hear it on anywhere where iTunes, Pandora. Adam Hunter still broke. And subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, look up Adam Hunter. And because I'm posting videos a lot now. So uh, thank you guys. Thanks for everybody for coming on the podcast. Take care. Have a great life. <laughs> I love she got the last word. Trap songs and trap dance songs. Tune is on the hook, Jim Dorpotlan. Tavas told and Dorpotlan.